0: Home is behind, the world is ahead, and there are many paths to tread. Unlikely friends set forth on adventures throughout the Lone Lands. Their journeys will change the course of their lives and, perhaps, the fate of Middle-earth itself. This is The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Hello! And thank you for joining us for session one of the Unsung Tales, a One Ring Second Edition actual play here on the Happy Jacks Network. Um, to find all the sessions of this game, you can go to happyjacks.org/unsungtales. Don't don't type the Unsung Tales, just Unsung Tales. And to find all the shows on the Happy Jacks Network, you can visit happyjacks.org. Um, last time we did not have a name for this campaign, so we're very excited to have come up with a name as a group since then. I'm Kimmy, I'm going to be your lore master for this. Um, I'm very excited, it's my first time lore mastering or even playing this system, and so yeah, join us, uh, figure it out as we go with us. Um, tonight we are using multiple safety tools, so we've done lines and veils together, we also have an X card that's in play, so for our lines and veils tonight, um, and these are... Kind of for all of them. We probably won't read this off every time, but as the first session, I feel it's important to do that. Um, veils will be anything with domestic violence and eye injuries. Um, we're interested maybe in stories about ghosts. Um, and their absolute lines are harm to children. We have uh, and sexual assault, violence, and torture by the PCs. Oh, I'm sorry. We also have veils on peril to pregnant people and suicide. And then, everybody's interested in relationships with PCs and NPCs. (laughs) Good job, everybody. (laughs) Um, All right, so thank you all for filling that out. Um, Yeah, all right, and let's go ahead and we'll introduce you just as players right now. So let's start on this side of the table.
1: Hello, I'm Sam, uh, also known as Red Pandroid on the interwebs, and we're not doing character stuff right now, so I'm not going to tell you that part. No.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm Kai. You can find me all over the internet as Estelle of Imladris. Uh, and I can't wait to do more introductions <laughs> soon. Yes.
3: Very, very soon. And I am Kadaev. Uh You can find me online at CACitlord, Uh in various places, uh, gaming or just random social media related. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm excited. I yeah. wanted to keep rolling. I
0: know. It's like, like so <laughs> much. I want to say so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, unfortunately, Jay is not feeling well tonight, so he's not joining us. Um, he'll be here next week, and we will introduce him and in all his hobbity glory. And, all right, so the next thing, we're going to recap some of our world building. If you didn't watch Session, session Zero last time, um, we did some collective world building with a facilitator called Decima. Um, we're still going to go through some of that. Obviously, we're still in Middle-earth. We're still in the Lone Lands um, and Arrayador. I've been saying it wrong for many years, I've discovered. So now I'm saying it. Yeah, close enough? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've heard it both. Riot, no. our problem, I think is what it is. Okay. I'll figure it out. I'm sorry. This is the thing when you read things for years and you've never really had to say it out loud, and you're like, oh. Eh. Yeah. Um, if you want to um actual me, that's fine. I accept a little it, in good faith, um um actuals. Um <laughs> I, there's a lot of them with Tolkien. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and like talk a little bit about what we created together. So you have created your, um, uh, your safe haven, which is a set of runes. Um, and you named them last time, Kai. Yes. And what did you name them? Anuniel. Anuniel is kind of the elvish name for them. Um, and, uh, the, the common folk around, that means like humans, hobbits, um, basically call them, uh, the glowing stones. Um, because that, uh, there's, we, we, we together, we decided that like once a year on like a certain point, the sun rises and there's like a little bit of a, a quartzy crystal in the top of one of the ruins and the ruins. And it kind of, it glows the, the sun just kind of lights up with it as it's, the sun is setting. So it's like how it got its name. They are ancient ruins. They are from like Numenorian times. So you know they they they're de- decayed. They were very uh, kind of mysterious, and you discovered them. Uh, you were randomly being chased by some wolves after an adventure that your patron sent you on, and they drove you this direction, and then suddenly disappeared randomly. And together as a group, you discovered like this interesting door with these cool with this cool big like ruined building that you couldn't find a way to get into. And then with this door, you're staying there, and then you decided to camp for the night. And as you're there singing around the campfire, you know, you, you notice some writing and in a sort of melon moment where it's, you know, speak, friend and enter, like this door magically opened and you were able to get inside. So you have access to this now. Um, and inside you found this tomb that has been emptied um, and your patron randomly showed up magically, not magically, <laughs> just randomly, um, right after you got inside and, Oh, hey, I just happened to show up at this moment. Oh, oh it's empty. I mean, there's an empty tomb. <laughs> and then he took it off again. Um, so you're also near this village. Who wants to tell me a little bit about the village that you're nearby?
2: I'll start. Okay. Um, the village is like a... It's along a trade route, and it used to be really big in this trade route. Mm-hmm. They had this big, beautiful bridge that they've been maintaining for years and years and years, for generations, and on one of our many adventures, we might have been
0: present when that bridge was no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you were on one of your adventures, and you're off doing something, and then you saw, like, this smoke in the distance. Oh, uh-oh. That, ooh, that sure. oh, we better go. That's bad. <laughs> that's bad. Uh, you headed back just in time to see, like, the rest of the bridge burning. There were some, like, ruffians who did it, but you weren't able to track them all down. Um, so that's really, like, hurt the town in the last few years. <laughs> um, and um, I think it's just called Creek's Crossing is what we discussed. Yes. Is the name of the town. And it's like, definitely not on Brie level, but there's like a tavern and there's like, but it's a much smaller, like everyone there is kind of like knows each other, like very familial. Um, They don't mind outsiders and they, but they, they don't generally trust them, but they've come over the years to, to accept all of you, even though you don't necessarily live there all the time. And they know you live kind of off in the hills somewhere, but most of them like aren't super interested or worried about the ruins. Um, cool. And then um, yes, I something I don't remember. Okay. Uh,
3: if we specified, is it a walled town? Like, does it have a palisade, or is it just kind of a little village?
0: I think that they have built since the burning of the bridge. They built okay. kind of a little fence. Okay. But it's definitely <laughs> they're not fighters. They're they're sure, farmers. Sure. It looks more like something that would, like, keep cows in than real bad people out. Sure. But if you're riding a horse, like, it's a little too high for most horses to jump. Mm-hmm. So, like, it would it would stop some things. So. Okay. It's peace times. So why
2: would you need a giant wall? <laughs> well, yeah.
3: not, I, I didn't mean, like, a giant, like, <laughs> yes. mm, here's a whole edifice, but, yeah. like, you know, sort of a rustic rural palisade kind of a thing. You know?
0: Yeah, it's not like Bree where you have to get in the gate. And gotcha. like they've got the little slidey thing, uh, so but it's an, it's sure. definitely not on that level yet. And um, there are t- there are is um like water there though, so water is one of the things that ru- runs through the ruins, um, and it goes right by the town, which is why there's a bridge there, which or makes was. That, or was, or was, <laughs> yeah, it's eh, fine. And okay, I think that is all be the vital information, litter the
3: ruin. <laughs> Don't yeah. yeah, it just flows yeah. down to the town like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come You're on. really mad. Where is this coming from? All these Don't worry about, about it. it. <laughs> it's so weird. All right. Very good. Okay. I think that's most of the basic stuff other than that we're in normal Middle-earth. And uh if you are not a Middle-earth aficionado, let me give you just like a quick like like to- Middle-earth in, in less than 2 minutes. So, basically, Middle-earth has all these different species in it. Elves are one of them. Elves are immortal, unless they fall upon some misadventure stabbed or something like that. They literally will live forever. So, it's not like they are long-lived, as in other fantasy kind of scenarios. They will live forever unless they get stabbed. <laughs> I hear a large dog who's really sad. Oh, no. Bad <laughs> panda. You want to Probably go? Yeah. There's dwarves, which are also that, which are very long lived, um, but not immortal. Um, there are the there are uh, let's see hobbits, which are long lived as well, not quite as long lived as dwarves. And then there are humans, which are the the they are like the the strawberries of all the different fruits. They will live for a very brief time and be wonderful in their brief time, and then be gone. Um, Sorry, it's an inside joke between me and my husband. <laughs> Never mind, we're nerds. Anyway.
3: So we should start vacuum sealing humans
2: to
0: make <laughs> yeah, them last, longer. <laughs> last <laughs> longer. exactly.
2: That's the solution. Bruna, <laughs> get on it. Cool.
0: There's
1: a whole Eerie Indiana episode yeah. about that.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, there are other species around. Um, there are a few wizards. You probably have seen this guy in a gray outfit one time named Gandalf. At least seen commercials with him in it, I'm sure, and things like that. So there are magical elements to Middle Earth, but it's nothing as uh, grandiose or as um, like obvious as we'd find in like D and D and things like that. Okay, even even the wizards aren't going around throwing spells all the time like that. It's a very subtle magic that kind of permeates the world rather than being used and being acted upon in the world all the time. Um, The world is very old. Um, We are going to be in the third age of it. Um, I'm not going to go into the long history of the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing I love the most, is the long history of it. Um, But most of this game is going to take place in the Lone Lands, which, if you're familiar with the movies, is like the Shire and Bree and that first part of the Lord of the Rings adventure. So, yeah. That's where most of this campaign and the, is designed to be if we use the one ring. There are things we can, if we decide to go outside of that, we can do that, but we don't have to. All right, I think that's most of it. Why don't we start on this side of the table and introduce our characters?
3: Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> I will be playing Hanar, uh, a dwarf of Durin's folk uh, that is sort of a traveling salesman. Uh, you know, originally, he's sort of more anchored to a spot now, Mm -hmm. but uh, more like he'd travel from village to village and settlement to settlement and buy some things and maybe not buy some things and take them to the next (laughs) town, sell them over there, kind of make a profit along the way. Uh, I envision him wearing an outfit that looks a lot like uh, like the too many pouches of 90s comic books, okay. right? oh. like he's Got Lots <laughs> of little nooks and crannies on his person with all, all kinds of different colored pouches and, and things <laughs> that are hanging off of belts. And uh, you know, he wears like a human sized belt that goes across his shoulder like a bandolier and mm-hmm. it's got more things hanging on it. Um, got a uh, semi long beard, but not to the floor you know not full wizard just (laughs) just aspiring maybe um uh that he ties up with uh strips of burlap in different colors uh Mm -hmm. i think he really likes all the various colors of the overworld uh because it kind of gets drab in in dwarf settlements sometimes everything's kind of
0: Orange tinged from fire. So <laughs> <laughs> it happens when the only light you have is from fire. <laughs> from fire, <laughs> from fire you know? yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> thing. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's. Is there anything else I should include?
0: No, that okay. seems good. We can add more as we, we go.
3: Gotcha. Oh, uh, he does carry around like an, an actual suit set of armor that he, he wears. Okay. Also.
2: Um, uh, I'm playing Erland of Mythland. Uh, he is an elf of just shy of being born outside of the third age, but he spent most of that time building ships mm-hmm. like you do when you're from the Grey Havens and pretty much everything that happens there is just ships. Um, but he does love building ships, but he realized as he was building these ships that his people were leaving forever. hmm And the more he sat with that, the more he felt like he had to go and see the world before he left. Um, And he's just not quite sure he's ready to go yet, even though the Age of Elves is ending. And it has been said many times over in the World of Elves that the Age of Elves is over. Mm -hmm. Um, This elf, not sure about that, Mm -hmm. Um, he is about average height for an elf, which in Middle Earth he's kind of tall he's not super tall but maybe among our delightful band he's on the taller side Mm -hmm. um he has fair features but dark hair um a little bit of um he's kind of a mixing of all of the elven cultures having lived in a place where elves have come and gone from since forever yeah um and he has just wandered so he's gotten a little tan, uh, but he still does dress like an elf of Linden. He wears beautiful flowing robes, and then he has this like very beautifully made elven cuirass of leather that he wears and mm-hmm. keeps his bow nice and clean on him, and a giant sword, um, but he doesn't he not—doesn't consider himself a fighter. He is a scholar and he is out in the world to see and experience and learn.
0: Nice. I love that. Idiot
1: and i will be playing runa um she is a barding and our another treasure hunter also mm-hmm. um so she is uh taking in the footsteps of her mother and grandmother as a treasure hunter um both uh great adventurers in their day um fairly well off uh so her adventurer's gear is like definitely like you know rugged looking leathers but like fashiony like a little yeah i can see that you know,
0: like... <laughs> i was just assuming with you so...
1: yeah of course um and she uh wears a male shirt um and she has two swords cuz why have one sword when you can have two <laughs> um and has kind of uh hairdo kind of like Aloy from uh horizon zero dawn lots of like braids going back to keep it out of your face while you're adventuring. Um, and she is uh, enthusiastic, a little bit brash, just really loves adventure for the sake of adventure, mm-hmm. finding shiny things and then giving them to people that need them. Um, she tends not to keep too much of her treasure because she doesn't need that much and gives away the rest to anybody that needs it. Um, and yeah. Cool. Awesome.
0: Uh, a couple of things, just kind of clarifying and making sure we have like the tone and set of the game right. Um, you have all these notes in Middle Earth that I typed, and I just realized I didn't number the pages. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, the One Ring is not necessarily about exploring redemption arcs. So generally, all the characters are assumed to be good. Like again, like using a, a common kind of touch point is Lord of the Rings. Um, all the all the characters in Lord of the Rings, other than, uh, you know, they're all good. There's none. There's a little bit of mischievousness, like with uh Merry and Pippin, but they're not evil. They're like, hey, I'm gonna steal something because they were, I'm hungry. Oh, uh oh, gotta go. <laughs> um, but the 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 real question there is like falling to shadow or not. So it's the hope versus hopelessness. Okay, and we see that in um, Boromir's kind of arc. He's not evil. He loses hope and he's desperate. Um, and that is why the ring is able to corrupt him. So everyone is assumed like you are you were good. You're not, oh, I'm gonna go evil and da 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 and then oh I'll come back. Like that's not kind of the story that this is meant to tell. Um, if you want to kind of touch with those, like, like elements of I'm going to do a little something wrong, that's fine. There is a penalty with shadow in there though. So there is kind of like a mechanic involved in that. And it's hard to come back from that, especially if you're like, you're choosing to do wrong. There, there, there's a, there's a price for that in this system. So just kind of be aware, aware of that. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I think it should be out there. Okay. Go look for um, all right, so I'm gonna introduce. Uh, I think next is your patron. So we talked about it a little bit last time, and this is why I really should have numbered these pages. Uh, so your patron, here it he is. And I'm not gonna give all his secrets though. But to you and the people in this area, he's called Leorin the Fortune Teller. Okay, you just probably call him Leorin. Um, And he is uh, black. His skin is the color of obsidian when it's reflecting like a sunset. (laughs) So it's got this, it's very deep and dark, but this very kind of rich glow to it as well. Um, He has a long gray beard and hair, which are braided into intricate locks and very tidy. And when he sits incredibly still and he's focused, it kind of gives the impression of like a volcanic mountain with smoke kind of around the top of it. Um... And he wears traveler's clothing, mostly leather, heavy cloth in earth tones, except for an old, worn um, bit of very fine cloth that he wears around his waist, kind of like a sash—not um, necessarily like a, like in the like almost a belt, but it's not actually holding anything up. Um, and he wears a heavy brown cloak. Um, when he pulls it forward, it hides the his face almost completely, except for his beard and locks that kind of protrude from the bottom there. Um, his clothing is covered with weird trinkets and mementos that must be from many, many years of traveling. So they're not like talismans or magic. It's literally like he went through this town and he met someone who likes braiding little things. So there's a tiny braid stitched here. Or there's like um, a, a a coin from somewhere with like a pin through it that's attached here. So it's all like different things. Picture like, you know, you have like the, the idea of like the, the big classic suitcase with like stickers on it from all the places that you've been. Like, if that was an outfit in Middle Earth, that's kind of what his clothes kind of give you the idea of. It's like... Like a human steamer trunk. Yeah, like yeah, oh. except but, but super classy and, like, yeah, yeah. also functional. But you yeah. can look at him and be like, wow, I wonder where that's from. And, like, a lot of times that's what people do. And it gives the impression of him being worldly and many places. Whether he... And you get the vibe he's been those places, but it also very much kind of works for his... Fortune teller aesthetic as well, um, and uh, he carries a deep polished black wooden staff that is covered with intricate carvings um, that are kind of organic shapes that sort of like look like a black river flowing. And it's a very deep, deep, dark, almost black wood that's polished. Um, the top of it is br- looks like it was broken off many, many years ago. But um, it's it was so long ago that the the edges of that break have kind of worn, so they're smooth. Um, so it looks almost more like decoration than the splintering of real wood. So it's not actually sharp splinters anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like if someone like took like sandpaper to it and made it smooth again. But it's just from time. No one actually t- like took sandpaper to it because I, I doubt they. Have. I mean, I guess they must have sandpaper or some equivalent of it in Middle Earth. Way to ruin my cool intro, right? All right, Annie has a companion. As you may hear, we have a little bit of whining happening because we have a very big, fluffy dog. Oof. So because we really love Fenris, he has to have an homage in the story since he is hanging out with us this whole time. So his companion is Ranyar, um, and he is a very large dog that looks like a Malamute, but it's about the height of a Great Dane. Oh. <laughs> he's very big. That's a friend. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and he's calm and quiet and seems very intelligent for a dog. Um, you, this is not like completely unheard of, like there, are like dogs are all over the place in Middle Earth. He's kind of big for one, but he's definitely, he's not like a wolf. He's definitely a cool looking domesticated dog.
2: He is large enough though that he could be Sausage's second mount.
0: He actually, <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, <yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> all right. Any questions about our patrons? All right, we're going to find out how all of you met him in just a moment, because that's what first sessions are for. And, okay, yeah. Oh, one more thing. So the thing that all of you bonded over in your initial How You Met story was music. You're from these very desperate, different, um, like, cultures, very different people, but all of you have this, like, like, like part of you that just adores music so much so it's like um, I like thinking of it as like the strings of an instrument that even though they're they're tuned to different notes when they're played together make a beautiful chord so each of you are very different so when you play each individually you're very unique but together you sound great together so in the, the kind of spirit of that and also in the spirit of you know an unexpected party in which Tolkien wrote and like randomly the dwarves show up at Bilbo's house in The Hobbit and they're all carrying instruments. Like they've been on this big trip and they've got like giant drums. (laughs) And it's one of the things people kind of joke about with Tolkien. It's like this is like the most fantasy thing in Tolkien (laughs) that they just like, oh, let me pull this harp out of my back pocket. Um, But I love that part. It's fun. So each of you are going to have an instrument. Um, This instrument is not actually magical, but as far as the mechanics of the game, it's magical because it does not count for your encumbrance. You don't ever have to worry about having space for it or how am I going to get my harp or whatever it is, places you get to just randomly pull it out magically whenever. Okay. This also means that if your endurance is low, you can't toss off your harp and gain (laughs) it back because it's a... It it is like a non-entity as far as your character's encumbrance and mechanics.
3: Oh, I'm very tired. <laughs> Too many bad guys.
0: Quick the harp. Oh. <laughs> now that is one of the mechanics that you can do is you can toss things off as your endurance gets low during fights. Um But yeah. This you can't you can't toss off your your musical instrument. Um I know that during character creation, Jay said that he had a loot. So, you're not allowed to have lute. So, does anyone know what their instrument might be? I do.
2: Okay. Um, Erland has a white wood long flute with a single silver tassel that hangs from it.
1: Like silvery blue. Awesome. That's beautiful. I think for Runa, um, she has a animal skin drum. i got to figure out some more details for it later. Okay. We'll do a drawing. Are you thinking,
0: like, a drum you'd hit or, like, a boron where you, like, play no, with your hand? No,
1: a drum you'd hit. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you, you hit a boron, well, it, too, but it's, like, a hand drum rather than, bigger. Like a big big okay. A bigger drum, like yeah. That. The horse can h- carry it. Okay. Then <laughs> so magic. Again, not magic, but, like, sort of magic.
2: The hidden magic that no one quit. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lore master magic, not like mechanical magic. Also, like many things in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you don't know about it, but it's fine. It just is there. It's yeah. Just so there. Dave. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> Dave, <sighs> I've been torn. Okay, you can think about
3: it for a little bit. No, okay. no, no. Like, cause I, I, I. I okay, I kind of want something that's sort of like. A dwarven oboe, mm-hmm. like a double reed instrument. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, because it kind of makes a double harmonic.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: I like that thought. I don't know a name to. I, I, I don't
2: know.
3: I kind of want it to look like the weird box that one of the bith plays in the Isley cantina. Oh Star
2: my Wars. god! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Okay. Like yeah.
3: it's just sort of a box. And it's got the double reed pipe that comes Perfect. out of the thing, um, and it's just, it makes a double harmonic. So as you, whatever you're playing, it's playing in twice, essentially, because okay. uh, that kind of goes with the theme of the way the dwarves sing. And, and,
0: mm-hmm. and I love it. it so, so. Yeah. So it, it, I'm imagining in my head, it kind of has like a, like a hurdy gurdy sound, but yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. But, like yeah. just kind of in that where it's like, there's like a drone kind of as it plays like a little bit of a melody. Or is sure, that right? yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to, but... Well, um... Or, or just, like, like an oboe where there's, like, a low and high tone going together. Yeah, it's
3: kind of that, okay. more, I I think. Okay. More than... I just like more hurdy like, so I just want to put them in pretty, I mean, pretty I, pretty dig, cool. I dig a hurdy-gurdy, I do, but... Uh, more Don't than feel pressure. Like, more than that, or, like, a bagpipe that's doing two separate things okay. at the same time. I'd rather have it be something that kind of flows with the music.
0: Okay. I like that. So there's like a high and a low tone that shifts together. Yeah. Now, how, now do you, is it, there's like holes on it where you play it? I think it, it's more like a, you manipulate the, the box. The, the box. Okay, cool. Yeah. I cool. love it. Um, we'll come up with a name with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll think great. about it
3: a while, but yeah. yeah that's contrary okay. to what the chat wants me to have, a grand piano.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, uh, it, it's, it's just a and make. It, yeah. It's always there. It like,
0: folds it just, up. Like like, like, Bunny used to like,
3: like, all of the piano things just go up and then around a weird pulley system and back down. It
0: just works, don't worry about it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. We love each other. All right. Cool. I love that. And we'll just come up with a name for it. But right now, you're just pulling out your instrument. Yeah. The, uh, musical instrument. All right. <laughs> just thought I'd clarify. All right, cool. Now, we're going through all this very, very quickly. Uh, we're going to start now with a group of flashbacks, and again, session one, so we're like really getting everything like together. Uh, next time we'll like jump into story sooner. Um, another thing I want to just kind of clarify, um, we did talk about tone ahead of time, but just on stream so everyone can hear. Um, tone at the game is trying to match Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. So there can be silly moments, but none, not The Hobbit movie. Okay, so it's not slapstick. (laughs) So we can have fun things like sausage is his nickname and things like that. Um, We can have silly moments, but in the long run, we're all like low level, but heroes doing heroic things, telling a heroic story in a heroic place. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Uh, Cool. So flashback scenes. This is your homework. So, I'm really excited to hear what you guys want to do. If nobody knows, then we can pause. I did the homework. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, describe to me a little bit about how we start the scene, and then you and I can roleplay it out.
1: Um, So, what I came up with was that um, Runa is on the path to this cave that's rumored to have a great treasure in it, um, and comes upon our patron, uh, who is kind of faking being an old man that needs help <laughs> in order to like <laughs> snag her from where she's going? Okay. <laughs> because he knows that like the cave is about to collapse if she goes in there, so he prevents her
0: uh-huh. from doing that by slowing her down.
1: Okay, I like that.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and role play for just like like two minutes. So you're walking up this road. Are you riding your pony? Yeah. Okay. Um, walking your pony. Um, and you're like, and what What do you see as you come up on, uh, Leorin, who right now just looks like an old man. He's like sitting on a rock on the side of the road and like,
1: oh, <laughs> he looks like he needs some help. <laughs> so, uh, she'll kind of slow
0: down. Um, and are you all right there? Oh. It's very kind of you to ask but I would I wouldn't want to slow you down on your on your your very important wherever where are you going? Uh
1: there's a cave just beyond the hill over there. Uh heading oh. there. Oh a, a cave a cave you say. mm mm-hmm.
4: Mhm.
1: Do you, do you often go in caves? Uh frequently, yeah. Sometimes there's shiny stuff in there.
0: Oh, you are a treasure hunter. Yeah, that is. Oh, my leg. That's very oh, brave that of you. Sounds really bad. Oh, are do you? Would you? Where are you going? Why are you out here? Oh, I was walking down the road, and I think I turned my ankle, or I, I, I fell. Old bones, you know, they're they're quite frail and brittle. Would you mind taking a look at it for a moment? Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess the cave's not going anywhere. Kids sure. do not
1: generally go anywhere. Um hang he on. kind of like looks <laughs> up at it for a second and then Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll start getting some like supplies off of the um off of the pony mm-hmm. and uh bring over like some bandages and stuff and kinda of check out his ankle and see what's going on. You, yeah. Uh do you mind if I take take off your boot, see what you got going on here? Oh. Oh yes, please yes, that was, that was a very good idea. Okay. So, Like, the boot just won't come off. This has
0: a lot of buckles. How did you get this on? Oh, well, I mean, I don't walk very much. And so lots of buckles. It's just, it's very attractive on the leg. It is a good looking boot. Don't get me wrong, but this takes forever to get off. Yeah, it really does. And even after you get all the buckles done, you're like pulling and it's just like not... (laughs) Like maybe its foot is super swollen in the leather. Like maybe that's why it's not coming off. It couldn't possibly be magic. Maybe. I don't wanna I don't wanna pull too hard. Like I feel like I'm gonna pull your foot oh, off, man. Yeah, well perhaps, perhaps perhaps if you just I mean, you're the adventurer here. What what should we do? Um, I guess
1: you could ride to Amanita and I could take her take you where you're going. Oh
0: that that would be delightful. Yes. Hello, Amanita. And what does like This is your pony. Your pers- like, what is their personality like?
1: Um, a little bit. Um, let's see. F- like funny, okay. I think. It was just like. <laughs> The horse is like a little bit like more fun, I think, the than <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
0: that's the one. That's... All right, as sorry. Horse girl, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah. So
0: kind of goofy, a like bit silly. Goofy, yeah, okay.
1: but like very much like adventure horse, but like yeah. as a sense of fun.
0: Yeah. So you both turn and look at her, and she, she, she. Okay. Yeah. And she's like doing the thing where she's like trying to reach as far as she can with her bridle to like grab some like. <laughs> Grass by the edge of the road and then like immediately snaps her head up when you guys look at her and tries to look a little bit like horses are very smart in my world <laughs> um and then uh oh that would that would be lovely uh are, are you all right if i ride you and like to your kind of like the fuck like she kind of when you shake and kind of like shakes her head up and down and that was very clearly obviously a coincidence Horses don't answer questions. She <laughs> never answered my questions. <laughs> right? um, so, yeah, you proceed to, like, help him on. He's incredibly uncoordinated. Wow. How did you even get out here? Oh. So far from the town. Yeah, really? Yes, yes. And, like, as you're trying to get him up, um, and you're trying, you're sort of like... He obviously wants to get on the horse, right? Because it's sort of like he doesn't want to get on the horse, but he's trying to get on the horse. It's
1: like, no, but you got to put your foot here, oh, and here? then, yeah. Oh, and then there. you, you got to swing the other leg. Oh,
0: oh, the other but, like, leg. Like, up, though. Oh, okay. Like, this very awkward <laughs> scene. And in, like, this moment, you hear this huge, like, crash, and, like, like collapsing of stone, and, like, you get the little, like, over the, the, the cinematic of, like, over the the... The, the tree line, just like this big poof of, like, dirt, and, like, the, the birds because like, they fly away, like, because they're disturbed and scared. Yeah. Oh, my. What, uh, what do you... Do you suppose that was the cave you were going to explore?
1: I hope not, because I don't think I'm getting in there, if
0: so. Yeah, that be very strange. It's a good thing that you stopped here on the road, or you might have been inside. I guess so. I wouldn't want to be
1: inside with that happening? No. Um. Well, I guess it's a good thing you hurt your foot for me, anyway. Yes. I, oh,
0: you know it's feeling much better now. Oh, this is well. Thank you so much for your help. It, it it was it was very nice to meet you. I'm sorry. What was your name? I'm Runa. Runa. Very nice. Um. I am uh, Liadrin. Right? Did I say that right? No. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. no. <laughs> Leodrin. Sorry. ao Ren. Okay. Le- I came up with the name like, an hour ago. Sorry. Alright, Leoran. Lauren, it's nice to meet you. Are you sure your foot's okay? I think so. It... Yes.
1: Thank you. What? You heal fast, I guess. I... it was
0: probably just, like, a, a charley horse or a strain. It was, it's fine now. Oh, which direction are you going in? Um,
1: I guess not that way anymore. Shall we walk together? Sure. I don't want you to trip again and hurt your other leg. That's
0: probably a very good idea. Uh, This direction? Why don't you ride this time? I think it should probably be good for me to stretch it and work it a bit. Okay. Walk it off, I guess. Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, Let's go. Uh, And um, uh, you hear uh, Atul Asira, he shouts out. I know. I'm Californian. The Elvish is going to be Californian Elvish. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, valley elves. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Let's the valley of the elves, okay? Or... Yeah. yeah. Let's do the story, okay? Um, and uh, you hear this like what must be a bark, but also is very loud for a bark. And so as you're you you get up on your on your pony, and this big dog like comes bounding up, and like is there and wagging its tail and looking very alert, and oh, there you are we're going. And the dog also kind of was like, hmm. Uh, what's your horse's name? Oh, you have a good sense of humor. Uh, it is Ray, uh, this is Ranyar. Ranyar, uh,
1: nice to meet you, buddy. This is Amanita. I'll introduce the dog to my horse, because that seems
0: like a thing you should do. <laughs> <in> this <moment>. <laughs> <laughs> So then we get the cinematic of him walking very, very capably, very quickly, he's very tall. So like, your pony's walking, he's able to keep stride, like, no problem, as like, he carries on a conversation with you and the dog is like, walking and then like, wanders, but like, always stays like, as dogs do. And then you go into the sunset and that is the end of your,
1: your nice. little flash. I feel like she has like a little bit like, wait a minute, but <laughs> then gets lost in the conversation and just forgets about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes.
0: Uh He's very good to talking. <laughs> All right.
2: You wants to see it? Go ahead. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm I I'm quite ready. Um I think my my vision is that um I'm going to Leorin.
0: Mm-hmm. Leoren. Leoren I'm is so I keep don't keep yes. it on the sheet. I have so many notes about him and I'm like wait where's his name? Is mm-hmm
2: doing his fortune teller thing. Okay. And it gets Erlen's attention because this is something new and different that he hasn't seen, which is exactly what he's wandering the world looking for. Mm -hmm. And I think he's just so enamored by watching and isn't sure about, like, oh, read my fortune or whatever, because I think that he's fairly certain where his future is headed. So yeah. he's like, I don't need a fortune, but I'm mm-hmm. very curious how this works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think he's just watching it, but for maybe like too long and like maybe even like till the point where everyone is gone and it's just the two of them and it's kind of like, well, aren't you going to read fortune? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no, yeah. <laughs> <Cool>.
0: I'm good. <laughs> um, So uh, you're sitting like in a tavern, we'll say? Sure, yeah. Okay so it's a tavern it's not the one in um in the creek it's in another town somewhere um we're going to just say that like you probably none of you met him in this place through knowing him this is how you came to this place so you've all met him somewhere else um you're in a tavern somewhere maybe re who knows Um, just don't burn down the prancing pony. we need it later (laughs) and um so you're, you're in this tavern and bustling all these humans everywhere and a few hobbits and um and what first catches your your interest with this what do you see
2: well i think it would depend on how he presents his fortune telling Mm
0: -hmm. i think he probably at this point is sitting at a table probably off to the side somewhere um and and you get a vibe that like in this place at least like, there's some who are super interested and some are like, oh, a fortune teller. Yeah, of course. That's some outfit he's got on. You know, I wonder if he can tell me how many you know piglets my sow's gonna have next week. Things like that. So they're obviously, like, mocking and unbelieving, but there's Mm -hmm. obviously people who are very interested. And there's, like, it's not exactly a line, but there's a couple people sitting waiting to see if they can go next. And he sits there and a small table between him and... There's like a a like a farmer's wife that's sitting there. Um, and he's looking at her and he's just... And so he asks her some questions and then he's... Then she does like some weird things with her head. He's like, all right, look up very high. She's like... And he's like, now look very low. And she's, <laughs> like, it's just very... like, Not super magical seeming at all. No. Um, And then he like kind of like, okay, now look, look to the right. Okay, let me look at your ear. Okay, and I can just, and then like, okay, now look into my eyes. And then like, she looks into his eyes and then for a moment, there's a thing that kind of like, as an elf, like you just feel like, a hmm, like it's just, there. maybe there is magic there. Like, you you don't know, you don't see it, but there's just something in you as an elf that is suddenly aware of a thing for just a brief instant of, of like a moment. Um, and you don't hear what he says to her. Um, and then she's like, oh, and then like says something back and then leaves. Um, and you notice there's no exchange of money. Like he's not charging for this. Um, but she, you do notice that he, she's left some eggs for him. Oh, So that's, that's kind of, it seems like people can give gifts if they want. They don't have to, but it's sort of like a barter system thing. Um, so, so that's what you just saw. So how would you approach that situation? Um, I would imagine that
2: if uh, Lauren looked around, I mean, I'm sure he's looking for the next person to come and sit, mm-hmm. and there's just this, like, completely fish-out-of-water, very obviously an elf from Linden just sitting there staring. Yeah. And not, like, politely staring, just, like, fully
0: studying, staring. Yeah. And you... um. We're not having, I'm not having you roll these because these are recaps. Like yeah. this is just for role playing. If we were playing this game, I'd have you roll a thing. If this was a moment that was actually happening in the game, but um, as an elf, you are suddenly incredibly aware that even though he has not changed anything, he is a hundred percent aware of your presence, and he's not looking at you, but he knows exactly where you are, and he is some like he's like tracking you, like not not tracking you like a hunter, no. but like he he's paying attention to where you are despite seeming like nothing has changed and there's another person who's come and sat there um, and this time we'll uh, like it's a uh, we'll say it's the, the the blacksmith apprentice has come and now he's sitting there and he looks kind of sad and lovesick and he's like and he just kind of the same thing he's like okay look up <laughs> okay, look down all right, look to the, let me look at your ear. All right, now let me look in your eyes. And you feel the thing again for a second, but it's, like, briefer this time. And, like, at this point, he kind of actually does, like, shoot a glance at you for a moment. And just goes... Just looks right into my yeah. drink. <laughs> and then he continues. Uh, and then, like, same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's given, uh, I don't know... Hankered opener that's metal. I don't know. Trying to think what a blacksmith apprentice would have that uh, your patron would want. I'm like, okay. Um, So at this point, he he seems to be begging off. Oh, I yeah, um, I should go. I should go. Thank you all. Uh, uh, I will be back soon. Yes, and like, like again, kind of like grabs a glance at you and then goes and And gathers the things as he's gathering his stuff. uh, Erland stands up, trying to look
2: subtle again mm-hmm. the only all white clad elf in the room yeah uh, and rushes over
0: it, excuse me oh hello w- would you like your fortune read um. and you hear that like a growl like a deep growl like you almost don't hear it as much as you like almost feel it and it, and you look down and there's like a big dog sitting there and his head hasn't come up. He's like laying under the table, super quietly. Like you didn't even know he was there, even though he's massive. And he's like just kind of growls a little bit at you.
2: Um, no, no, thank you. I, I just had a, I had a question, not a fortune question, just
0: mm-hmm. a question. Um, what, do you? What is your trade? I am a, I am a fortune teller. And he's like. Tsch. And the dog kind of like looks at him. I'm like, all right, cool. And like lays back down and like doesn't look at him, but kind of keeps looking up at you. Like it doesn't trust you. Um. Uh, those of us, uh, those in shorter lived species, uh, tend to worry about what might happen tomorrow. So they, they they want some assurance of what happens. And I tell them what will be. Interesting. And you get it from their chin. Um, I couldn't tell my secrets. And he seems, like, a little nervous. And he's, like, packing up his stuff. And he starts to, like, I'm sh- You're an elf. I'm sure you know all about the magic. And he's, like... Where...
2: Where did you learn this um this trade of yours? And he
0: goes like not like like t- his head to the side like don't make me say it in front of them. Like, <laughs> like, hey, kid. and he's getting like less subtle. Like he was kind of hoping he'd walk with him, and now yeah. he's like, eh, eh, yeah, yeah, come yeah. With me. <laughs> and uh, he kind of looks at the drink that's probably about
2: half full. Yeah. And just like slams the whole thing back right then and there and sets
0: it down and is like, okay, I guess we're going now. Yes. And then he goes, and then like the minute he's like out of the tavern, like he relaxes and he stops like what is obviously like a put on kind of mm-hmm. fortune teller vibe. Uh, mostly what they need is reassurance. They don't need to actually know their fate. They shouldn't actually know their fate. I mean, they mostly know their fate. Well, they all know that they will die. Yes. But between then and between now and then, they have what they believe is a very long span of time. I know it is but a brief moment to you, but those few decades are everything to them. And telling them what will be in that time is stealing it from them. So you give them hope, you give them an idea, something to, a goal to chase after, some reassurance that they can do what they want to do. And if you frame that as their fortune, it can send them on a better path sometimes. Fascinating. And sometimes I get eggs from it and it fills my empty stomach. Hope for eggs. It's a very small price for hope, hmm. especially for some of these people who have so little. Yes, that I have seen. I'm sure. You are from the Gray Havens. Yes.
2: Well, I guess I'm not subtle, am I?
0: It. It's strange to see one of you out and about. I'm used to seeing, uh, the elves headed towards the Grave but you are obviously of that place. And you are... Are you headed to Rivendell?
2: Perhaps circuitously, but, um, walking. Just...
0: A wanderer.
2: I guess if you have to put a name to it.
0: You... Names are important. They can be. Do you have a destination, or are you just wandering? For now, I... I'm like to just wander. It can be a great thing. Especially to those who have all the time to do it.
2: Well, it seems like there's less and less time for even me to do it.
0: It must be strange after having all the time to suddenly have so little of it.
2: <laughs> I'm learning
0: what that feeling is. Sure it is strange to you. You kind of like reaches out, which is strange. Like, humans don't usually like No, no one touches. Yeah. <laughs> and like kind of just pats you on the hand. There is wisdom to be learned in the knowledge of the shorter-lived races, including their regret and uncertainty and the feeling of not enough time. Ponder it. And you will take great wisdom with you when you cross the sea. Thank you. Yes. Um. you now the dog starts barking. Oh, <laughs> Uh, this is Ranyar. He's hungry. I must go. It was very. Ni- I'm sorry. What was your name? Um, I'm I'm Erland of Mithland. It is an honor to meet your meet your acquaintance. I am, Leorin. Lirin. Yes, the fortune teller. The f- fortune teller yes yes the, and we will see each other again the hope giver i look forward to it he, he kind of like looks pleased at that name <laughs> Yeah. i will see you very soon for you but soon for me and the dog's like arf, arf, like move it <laughs> old <on>. man <laughs> Oh, I need coming. a whole side of beef. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a whole cow at my side. <laughs> yes. Um, and then a strange thing happens. He looks down and he uh, says to the dog quietly, like he thinks he might be too far away and you might even not be paying attention. He says to the dog, um, evakwete. Which, that that couldn't be Quenya. Yeah. That's impossible. No one speaks. What, what is happening? Yeah. Like there's like some, like, It must be too far away. Hmm. All right. And so then, fade down on that scene. Very nice. Thank you. Thank
3: you. And? Hanar is leaning over the side of a bridge. (laughs) Okay. And he is trying to dislodge a stone Mm -hmm. from the side of the bridge that has what he thinks has to be Second age graffiti. Right? (laughs) Okay. Like, so this has got to be worth something. It's got some weird scrawl mark. He can't read, but it (laughs) looks very old, and no one would miss one stone out of the side of this bridge. It's not the capstone. Like, he knows enough about that not to collapse this bridge. He already wants one. Yeah. And or the bridge destroyer. But uh, it's just, you know, along the side. But he has to kind of lean over to, to rattle it out. Uh, unfortunately, as he gets it loose, it's it's a bigger stone than he thought. So as he pulled it out, it, it got longer. He thought it was, you know, brick size, But out came this big, long sheet. Weighed far too much. Overbalances him right into this river. Oh, okay. Uh And just a big explosion of water because he can't do anything but a cannonball. Okay. And
0: You want to get my cool outfit all wet? Okay, fine. That's good. (laughs)
3: Uh, so then like sputtering and flailing of arms. The river's moving fairly quickly here, but not rapids, right? It's not hyper dangerous, but...
0: Spoilers to you at home, like dwarves are not known for swimming
3: absolutely yeah yeah it's not a thing that happens a lot yeah. uh he doesn't have a lot of experience at it especially fully dressed yeah right like
0: like in adventuring
3: clothes yeah yeah, yeah. and it's a, a male shirt mm-hmm. and a helmet with an axe on his back yeah. like, this is this is far too much for a not good swimmer to deal with yeah. so as he's kind of swept down the river uh just flailing and such i figure that's a spot where he might encounter
0: okay yeah uh, <laughs> I love
3: it.
0: Okay, so you're sputtering, and you're at that point where if this was like the movie scene, like it's like we get like and we get like the shot from your perspective of like oh, yeah, yeah, the water's the coming water. up over the camera, yeah, and, coming over yeah, the yeah. camera, and then you're just like under, and then you just see like the light through the water, yeah, yeah, um, and then like you hear like the way you do in like pool or something, like the splash sound, and um. Then you uh, you kind of like turn towards it, and there is like a huge wolf headed towards you. But wait, n- not a wolf. Like a very big animal is headed towards you. So you're both drowning and trying to get away yes. from a very large animal. <laughs> I'm assuming.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it would be like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I think he was just starting to accept,
0: like, well, this is the end. Right. Like, I'm going to drown here. This is a thing. So would uh, would you, um, Hanar, would you rather drown or be eaten by this large animal?
3: Probably drown. So okay. He's like, probably trying to get away from So you can drown down. in
0: peace. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it seems, it seems less traumatic. Yeah, than being eaten by a yeah. large animal. Um, but surprisingly, uh, like... This large animal, like, grabs, like, we're going to say you have, like, a cloak on? Sure. Okay. okay, so you have, like, the hood of whatever, like, traveling cloak you have on. And, like, it, like, grabs onto it and, like, starts, like, pulling you to shore. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm still, like, if it was in front of me, I would be yeah smacking it in the face to try and get it off of me, but I can't. Right because it's, it's very smart apparently the trained in life-saving techniques <laughs> to get people from behind. Amazing yeah. how that works! Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'm, like, flailing, and then as I come up above the water, it's yeah. sputtering again, and then yelling, like,
0: ah, oh, I'm gonna be eaten! Yeah. Get away from me! Please, <laughs> but, no! Yeah, but you can't quite reach, because you're also wearing mail, and so yeah. it's like... Oh, my oh, God. Like, so we have this, this scene of uh, you and your traveling, soaking traveling clothes. You must weigh a lot but this large animal is very easily not very easily but like not too hard like is able to keep your head above the water as it pulls you as it's like doggy swimming to the this thing and then like literally turns around and does like the like when you're playing like with a rope like pull, tug of war it, like grabs the bet that the hood and like pulls you all the way up on the bank and then it's like <gasps> and looks really annoyed and just kind of glares at you and then shakes and like gets water everywhere because it's got like fur, oh, like sure. just tons of water.
3: I probably like roll over and I, <laughs> just in time to get the tidal wave yeah. of shake water, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, push myself up on one arm like, ah, don't, don't, <laughs> not. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm trying to plead with a wild animal, but... I am, like, I.
2: Just, today is not my day! Yeah. I, go! Go yeah. away!
0: And now as you're looking, like, as you're like, wait, wait, you're like, see, it's like, oh, this is a domesticated animal. Like, it's not a wolf. Like, you've sure. seen, like, these are like, like, dwarves are not known for their kinship with animals. So they don't generally have things like dogs or things like that. Sure. There might be a few who have, like, hunting hounds or things like that. Um, But you're like, oh. This is the dog, and it's obviously not going to eat you. It's looking at you very annoyed, and it's kind of like licking parts of its fur and like I, shaking
3: a little bit more. I'd probably like try and give it commands in dwarven, mm-hmm. right? Like, because that's the only way I've ever had. Yeah. An animal communicated with, So mm-hmm. like, I'm probably saying like, stay calm. <laughs> You know, uh, like, uh, you know, like, military and police dogs are trained in German. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it's it's very much, auf. like, uh, yeah. uh, and, like, I'm just kind of scrambling up the bank. Okay. Uh, But not super successfully, because it's probably a little muddy. And All the
0: dwarven phrases there are done, and none of them are stay or stop. <laughs> Sorry. Can't okay. help you there. But, yeah. And he kind of looks at you, and, like... He doesn't not understand. Like you're not sure he's kind. Of, he's not listening to you. He's not doing what he's saying. But you get the vibe of like.
3: He's like okay.
0: Yeah, like like I'm. I know what you're saying, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then he kind of he looks off suddenly, and he's he barks like a couple loud, super loud barks, which are clearly like, "Hey, hey, come over here, I got him." <laughs> and then he kind of looks happier. He's getting, He's like. And he drops out his tongue, and he's like panting a little bit. Okay, all right, good, good. Yeah, good. Thank you yes. for your help, <laughs> Ranyar. Ranyar, what did you find? Where are you, you annoying dog? Uh, oh, well, hello. Uh, uh, oh. Ranyar, did you get Wait. him all wet? No, no. Your
3: your dog. dog. It, it, it pulled me from the river. I was in great danger. Oh. At first I thought I was to be eaten, uh, but you, your dog is
0: rather large. Oh, yeah. Ranyard does not t- care for dwarven flesh, just, but yeah, he does not. Well, that is a relief. <laughs> I'm so pleased to find such a polite traveler on
3: this road with a uh, not-hungry-for-dwarf beast. Uh, forgive me. Forgive me. Thank you so much, though. Uh oh. I I thought I was done for in the river.
0: I did nothing. You should think, Ranyar.
3: Well, yes, yes. Th- th- thank you, Ranyar. R- R- yes, R- 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 I, I appreciate. Now Rano. he
0: looks kind of proud of himself.
3: Yes, yes. Uh, very good job. I, I would never have been able to to extract you from a river if I had to, without time to build some kind of a device or a net.
0: The dog uh, and the this old man kind of look at each other like. What? Yeah, of course not. <laughs> and then... <laughs> uh, but, are, are, you, are you all right? Do you need any... Yeah. Ass-
3: yes, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I I'll, I'll Flustered a bit uh, and, and wet, but that will cure itself in time. We
0: should get you out of those clothes. It is getting on to evening. I was just about to build a fire. Would you like to come join me?
3: Oh, oh uh, certainly. I, I, I must travel back up to the bridge. I, I left my, my pony... On the bridge, oh, um, with with all of my things, uh, oh, this fel- pony,
0: and then like oh. your pony like <laughs> wanders up, <laughs> oh,
3: and, like carrying really? all your stuff, oh, oh, oh and it's yeah, kind yes. of
0: like Wandsworth, so good, such a good horse. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, he must be very well trained. Yes,
3: very well trained. Uh, he has carried me many miles,
0: uh, without complaint. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Old man looks a little dubious like that, and like looks at the door at the at the por- pony and the pony kind of is like if you could if you could read pony he kind of rolls his eyes. Like, you, <laughs> only not complaining because you can't understand what mm-hmm. I. Get. But but uh, that's like that's like you and me as like the listeners and, and viewers you, you we know but you don't know sorry
3: sure Joe. sure yeah that's the deports
4: yeah exactly
3: <laughs> i cannot comprehend
0: yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah
3: but no yes I, I would we'd love to join you and i please let me let me make a meal for ranyar that i may repay his kindness in saving me from the river but you need to ask if he's interested well well would that be something that you like? I'm not used to talking to no. at all. Like, <laughs> uh,
4: do
3: you want to have a meal? I could make Perf! you something. Perf! Yes, yes. Oh, excellent, excellent. And I'll go and like start pulling things off of Wadsworth and and you know like a barrel of salted meat and yeah. okay. various other stuff that
0: maybe is good for a dog to eat. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Rhiannon's very excited about all of this and like kind of like. A little bit of a montage of, like, a very nice fire being built and you two having a pleasant evening of conversation and regaling each with the tales of adventure and th- places you've been and telling him about the, your you know, your dwarven home and things like that. And, like, sharing a meal together and then kind of, like, fading to black on very, Excellent. Very nice. So these are how you met your patron. This has been a while ago, though like, Probably more than a year, maybe more than two years. Um, and then you all came together. You have been like adventuring for a while. You know each other. This is not your first adventure. Um, all right. Any questions? No. Does that feel satisfactory to everyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Excellent. That was very really fun. Also, you. you've
2: ruined uh, Hannah's ability to talk to animals now, because it's all going to be the expectation <laughs> that they will speak back. Yeah. That dog just talked <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, now I treat all animals like that. That's awesome. Amazing.
3: We're going to end up in a village, and I'll see a cow and be like, hello!
1: You laugh, but I do that. Yeah. Okay, I actually do that in real life. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, now we can actually start to play our game. Let me pour my drink over. Um, I have given you all little cheat sheets. Um, this is a little bit of a crunchy system uh, compared to a lot of other systems that we play. Um, PBTA and stuff is something I play a lot. Um, we are going to, for those of you who know the One Ring 2nd Edition, we are going to be playing with what are called uh, Tolkien-style combat. Um, And I got this, thank you to all the amazing people on the One Ring Discord, which is an incredible group of people who do uh, One Ring First Edition, Second Edition, all the things. So much Tolkien knowledge there. Um, But this was a modified, um, like, fan-made thing that I found. And I'm just going to kind of read this. um, We may not even get to combat tonight, but I just want to, like, put this out there to start so everyone's like, well, they're not doing combat right, because I'll probably forget to say this at that time.
3: Um... I just like the idea of Tolkien combat as like we all have to find Tweed quickly and <laughs> tap, tap on you the, tap pipe down and, the pipes yes, get ready.
0: Exactly. Well, that's kind of the thing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, in Professor Tolkien's writings, uh, he, detailed combat often plays kind of second fiddle to the description of food and what people are wearing and pretty much everything else.
2: The weather. Yeah.
0: Like in The Hobbit, The Battle of Five Armies is a giant missing scene because he didn't feel like writing combat, so Bilbo gets knocked out and then he wakes up after the after the thing. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so this is not a huge focus in most of the writing. It becomes a big focus in like the movies and stuff because they're action movies. But I want to stay true to the writing because that's what I fell in love with first while we still have cinematic elements. So the cool thing about this kind of tweak on the roles, um, and this is kind of how they describe it itself. Um, so this is kind of uh, switching, um, what like the one ring system, which, ha- which has specific rounds of combat. So like you attack, I attack you back. You attack, I attack you back with like individual enemies to like exchanges of combat, which are a little bit more cinematic. So like in S- dead, we'll see grand arc of combats with occasional high points that are described um, and that r- rapidly come to resolution. But they're also brief and unforgiving, so they're deadly. Your character mm-hmm. can die in the system. So be thinking about a backup. Or an error that's part of the system as well is like you can have errors that you put points into and stuff eventually. Um do not be afraid to run away. A lot of times <laughs> the heroes in Lord of the Rings run, run away. away. <laughs> so it's like don't... the entire plot of the Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> so there there's not plot armor for your characters in this. All the ponies and the doggies, then everybody has plot armor, but you guys don't people um, yeah <laughs> enjoy your ponies will miss you while well, they live happily forever uh, yeah because <laughs> that's that's how my games are. Um
3: there's just this caravan of adventurers ponies and, and dogs and stuff <laughs> that all follow Leora
0: around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hi poppers I wish I could get you up to so everyone can see your big heads but he's not quite as big as the great Dane, but almost okay Sorry, that's gonna be showing up. For those of you listening to the podcast, you wanna talk to us? I do. Okay. So um when we if and when we get to combat, we're gonna be using slightly tweaked rules. Um so the whole point of this is it focuses on transforming the rounds of combat to exchanges of combat with one or two roles for the player heroes to resolve a single co- exchange of combat, and that represents like multiple kind of actions. Um the um, the actions of the enemies are included in your role. So a bad role means they get a shot on you, and a successful role means you get a shot on them, and a middle role means something in between. So instead of you rolling and I rolling and you rolling and I ring, which I, which we might go back to if this is terrible, but I'd prefer kind of a more cinematic approach. Um, and I'd, like I said, I prefer to be more true to what the, the books are like than, you know, D&D. Um, And it does this without changing the underlying rules of the one-ring system. um, And it allows for much faster resolutions. So it doesn't actually break the rules. It more bends them and treats them like guidelines (laughs) more than actual rules. So um, I actually couldn't find this. Like, this is an amazing document. uh, Who wrote it? So if you did, please tell me because you're awesome. Okay. So we're going to start where you've all... um, how, does, how do you usually get together? Like, does Lauren send you a message? Do you get in touch with each other when you hear about something interesting happening? A little bit, a bit of column A, a little bit of column B?
2: I'm amused by the idea of it being like a bit of a telephone situation. Like, Lauren might tell one of us. Oh, yeah. But then, like, we have to go find each other and we're not always great at it. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, especially with two of you being treasure hunters and you exploring the world, learning things. So it's like, probably Sausage is the one who usually is like the go-to person. Um, Are you all aware that Leoren is usually the one who gets this started? Or like, do you just kind of forget to say that sometimes? I think I'd be
3: pretty focused on that. Okay. Like, I feel like I owe him. So if he calls, I answer. Okay.
2: I think at some point, especially after, like, the fourth time, Erland has kind of just assumed that that's what's going on, even if, like, it's just Sasha being like, hey, you want to grab lunch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not you this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. same. Okay. Now, something you may or may not have noticed, you have to decide if your character is, like, you are all aware of how like, is amazing at talking people into things without really even seeming to, and... While you have spent a bunch of time with him over time, you, you've noticed this. No one else seems even, like, aware of it. So he tends not to spend a lot of time in one place. Um, the people of um, Creeks Crossing are very aware of him, trust him. The mayor ta- talks to him a lot and, like, seeks his counsel at times. Um, but outside of Creeks Crossing, like, it's, oh, it's strange, like, there's almost no presence like, even the town that um, you saw him reading fortunes in that time, it's almost, like, they, like, oh, yeah. Like, even the, if you talk to the people again, I don't know if you would have, but if you went and talked to that blacksmith's apprentice, oh, yeah, there was a fortune teller. Yeah. He told me some good stuff. Okay. And I haven't thought about him. Like, there's almost, like, a an absence. Like, hmm. Like for someone who's so good at telling fortunes, like he's got zero reputation outside of Creek Crossing where they really trust him. I think Errol does not understand that that's not normal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes perfect sense, which yeah. is why I was like, you might be the only one. No, I don't think yeah. he, I don't think he knows or cares. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Perfect. So you have for however this we'll say that it started with sausage this time. And we'll say Sausage got in touch with, um, we'll, we'll start with, uh, with Hannah. Okay. Um, well, how did you get the message? How did, how did you get that? Hmm.
3: I think Sausage probably like leaves word at a bunch of the various villages. Like, cause I sort of have a root, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he leaves little, message slips with bartenders uh, as, as as I wander, then I, you know, I'll get a message. Sometimes I get old ones that I didn't get before. <laughs> uh, be like, oh, well, this was dated, you know, eight months ago, but I've seen them since, so I think everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's probably the most common way. Uh, i probably circle through the Shire now and again. Um, like, make a stop in Hobbiton and then, he still has friends there. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they also could be involved in the, the message chain.
0: Okay. Um, the people in Hobbiton have never heard. If you've ever mentioned Laira in there, like, hey, has the, the fortune teller been here? The, the fortune teller? No. The <laughs> big old fortune No. Never had. He, strange. No, he's never been here. Um. So, yeah, you get your message. Uh, and... uh. It's of like I have news of a very exciting thing that I think you'll be interested in as a treasure hunter. Um, oh. it's, it's just strange that a hobbit like is like I found I I heard this thing and I'm like hmm. hmm. What have you heard, You heard yeah, that I, uh, from? Okay, cool.
3: <laughs> so uh, yeah, as soon as I get a message like that, hmm. I probably just hit the road okay. right. Like I, I'm I'm used to traveling at least the, the, what is it the term, the free land, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm i pretty, pretty confident. I I don't know if we exactly figured out geographically where our, where Creek crossing is. And, and we'll do that,
0: that if we, if we need to, we'll do that in a few minutes. Sure,
3: sure. But, at some
0: point I have an idea of where I think I want it to be, but I also yeah. wanted that to be a kind of a communal choice sure. since we all kind yeah. of, and I'd also like, when we get to that point on the map for us to kind of mark where we're from, So that way, we have that reference point. So we're at, hey, we're near your house. They're probably the one who's going to help in this part. Um, So Um, we can do that in a few minutes.
3: But, like, unless it's like a big journey, right? Like, if it's somewhere sort of nearby, then I'd set out immediately. Okay. But if it's like, oh, hold on, (laughs) I got to prepare because this is going to be, I got to travel three weeks to Mm -hmm. get that, you know, that kind of a thing, Mm -hmm. then I would plan a little more.
0: (laughs) Well, why don't we, why don't we? Put a pin in that and sure. we'll say kind of how the this game of telephone worked this time. Because I'm assuming sure. that you're gonna get the next person going. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so then we'll go to the map and then we'll jump into to the role play and the gameplay. Sure, it. sure. Okay. So you've got this message from Sausage. What do you do next? I mean obviously besides like setting off on your journey, but who are you gonna reach out to? Um
3: I think it's probably easiest to find Runa because we're in the same line of work. Okay. Um But I, I think Hannah strikes me as a very practical person.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, so it would Except totally he's be pulling
0: stones out of bridges underneath him. Well I'm scared. It would have been a great find. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he still thinks about like, can I get back there and build some kind of diving helmet and get down there and get the stonework on the river? Who knows? Um, Did you
0: try and like at some point talk to um to the dog and be like, could you go get that stone?
3: Could you- no, no, I I'm like <laughs> that would hurt. Does it? You have to pick it up with teeth, like grinding that's, teeth on stones. That's like, very that's kind not... of you. Okay. Like oh, Yeah. yeah, yeah. All
4: right.
3: Uh, but um, I think I think it would really come down to like I would probably usually see Runa first, but if I knew where Erland was planning to kind of go see. Okay. Uh, like we probably okay, like when we're we're together and when we're heading our separate ways again, we probably talk about like oh where are you headed this season or mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing so if it's more nearby, then hit that way
0: um and one thing about this system is it's not like a d and d campaign where you have a set goal and you're working towards this the right. whole time this this system is meant to tell a story over many years and even maybe many generations. So at different points in the story, we'll split apart and go back to, you know, we might get a, a short-term goal and split apart and spend, you know, winter at home and then come back and meet each other again when we hear you. So that's kind of the, the pace of the story. Um, all right. So which one of those things happens? Um,
3: I think this time it's probably, uh, I'll go look for Runa.
0: Okay. Okay. Where does he find you, Runa? Um,
1: I think you find me like halfway up a cliff, to be honest
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's probably totally like you're halfway up a cliff and I'm at the bottom going,
1: hey! (laughs) Yeah.
3: You just start to hear this little tiny voice, you know?
1: She's coming down from like, you know, wherever she's been most recently. Um, But it's definitely just climbing down a sheer cliff. Like, like, it's a totally normal Tuesday I'm afternoon. <laughs> so, so,
2: I'll be down here. Mind your footing.
1: <laughs> He's like, oh, hey, uh, I'll be down in a minute. Sure, sure. Maybe take time. two. Please. A minute seems fast. <laughs> totally overestimates her ability all the time.
0: <laughs> I feel like she's still, like, somehow magically, like, not magically, but, like, Incredibly pulls it off, like most of the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Most of the time, like eighty-five percent. Okay, 85%. okay.
0: That's, that's good. That's a pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's a B average. I <laughs> mean, I guess it only takes that fifteen yeah. percent to like have catastrophic, awful things happen. Yeah, but... she
1: thinks it's an A plus, but it's a B average. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello. Okay. So she probably gets like you know as far enough down as she can probably wait, and then jumps the rest of the way, no which <laughs> like superhero lands next to you, <laughs> it's like. What's
3: up? Well, I I got word from Sausage. He found some kind of, or heard about, heard about, Mm, some kind of treasure. Heard. From who? Well, he doesn't, you know, it's Sausage. He doesn't leave verbose notes.
1: (laughs) That is true. Uh,
3: (laughs) But we should probably...
1: Yeah, I'm done with that, so...
3: Hey, did you find anything? Yeah. Nice.
1: You'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Pulls out just like a chunk of something like gold.
3: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> like uh, yeah. I mean, I should probably like re up some of my supplies and whatnot. That was taller than I expected. Uh, <laughs> and we should find Ireland. Have you yes, seen it?
3: I have not. Uh, hopefully it's not in the forest again.
1: I like the forest.
3: Well, there's a lot of trees. I like trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> they have things, that, things in the top of the trees and there's things in the bottom of the trees. Roots. No, not just leaves and not just part of the tree. I'm talking about there's animals that live in the top of the tree and the bottom, and they're not all nice. <laughs> it's a dangerous place. You can't see them coming because there's trees. Right.
1: You're not wrong.
3: Ugh. Okay. So, yeah, but then we'd set off. Where were you they? Know, oh. I think I think I've probably taken up gold panning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like since the river, like in the last yeah. couple of years, like it's a hobby. Okay. Like so, I, every time I get, to get, I pull out little vials and I like shake them up, and I'm like, look, look, look. <laughs> like, <laughs> incredible.
1: Yeah. She's like, you found that in water? Yeah, it's just in the river for
3: anybody to take. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so easy.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, it takes a long time, like. That would be a long time to get something that big, so, you know.
1: Yeah, it takes time, but, like, you know, less effort than climbing up there.
3: That's true. <laughs> but I feel like
0: every once in a while you find, like, an old Numenorean coin or, like, part of something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And those things, like, I mean, oh. yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, if it were modern day, Hanar would totally be one of those magnet fishermen
0: that, like, goes <laughs> yeah, the rivers yeah, yeah, and yeah. just,
3: like, pulls up, like, a, here's a yeah. bicycle from World War Two. and... <laughs> here's obviously a gun that was used in some kind of crime. <laughs> okay. You know, here's Jimmy Hoffa's license plate. Like, all kinds oh, of weird yeah. stuff that you find.
0: Nice. Okay. Casual. I <laughs> love it. Uh, all right, so where did they find you, Erland? I think Erland's usually, um, when they go their
2: separate ways, he'll usually mention, oh, I'm going to go explore, you know, ruins in this area, in whatever region he's kind of, puttering along and I think um most recently he's like I will be exploring the the forest of Dunland and going and seeing what's what's there that the ruins I haven't gone that far south before Mm -hmm. let's go see what's happening in Dunland which is just forest now
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right awesome now there is a journey mechanic in this game um we will be using that for our communal journeys so during this like Montage scene as we get together. We're not gonna use the journey rolls, but we'll probably use them at some point. I mean maybe not tonight, but soon. If not tonight, next time, because I'm very excited about using them. Um, just FYI. But right now this is more like we're gathering together. Yeah. All right. So Carolyn's in these runs.
3: Nah. I, I probably just show up and go, Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's probably relatively easy to find in reality because he, like, sets a camp and Whoa. goes back to that camp every day for, like, weeks going in and out of the, the ruins so or, like, the area of the forest that he's exploring. So it's probably not super hard. Like, you go off the road and you go, like, 20 feet in towards what looks like there might be treasure and he's probably got a tent nearby. Okay.
0: Now, are you actually looking for treasure? Or are you taking notes on things? Like, what are you
2: doing? Um, I, I would imagine... In a place like Dunlin, he's probably walking around and, like, looking at what rocks are really rocks and what rocks were buildings and kind of studying how the land has progressed and what what remains of society that he can find and all of that stuff. Okay. Um, but never taking more just, like, drawing and doing, you know, pencils, uh, sketchings on things nice. and okay, just kind of looking. So, there's literally just an elf wandering around the woods by himself.
0: <laughs> now, if you carry, like, a satchel of all your, like, I feel like you probably have, like, books.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, I picture when he's normally not, like, long distance traveling, he mm-hmm. just carries his bow and a sword, and then he has, like, the old book, uh, like, just a strap around <laughs> a bunch of books, and then on it, it has, like, a little, um, quiver of just, like, a little an uh, inkwell, and a quill, and then, like, some charcoal and that kind of stuff, all kind of in this thing on the strap, he just kind of carries that around, mm-hmm. and then he goes back to his camp the end of the day, and there's food and everything.
0: Um, so, uh, what do we have you roll our first, just so we can, like, play with how these rolls oh go. Rolling things. Um, we're going to... Yeah, what? I know. Is it a tabletop game? I don't know. I mean... My way, we just like sit and I get to be later in all night because it's super fun. <laughs> yeah. Pet the foofy puppy. Um So we're gonna actually have you roll um, awareness. Okay. So your friends are approaching, and you are an elf, but you're also kind of a nerd. Yeah. Elf, so I'm, I'm a puppy. nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you're used to a very quiet libraries, so it seems
3: very loud out here. I, I totally dig the vibe of like. Elf naturalist. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, just like, you know, the early, you know, John Muir style.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Right at what he's doing. Yeah, that's pretty rad. All right, right. so I rolled two of these.
0: Yeah, so basically, you roll our feet die, which is a D12. They have specially printed ones. Um, So, for those of you, Tuning in at home, um, your feet die is a D12. They have special printed ones, but you can also use just regular ones. Um, there are two special characters on it. There's the Gandalf rune, um, which is good, shocking. And then there's the I, which is the, the Sauron one, and that is bad. Um, and they do different things to your rolls. Um, so the Gandalf one's supposed to be where the 12 is. The eye is supposed to be where the 11 is. Unless you have their special die, right? Is that right? Yes. No, it's the one. The one? Oh, okay, I have sorry. a one on mine, though. And but this you... is the correct one. Yeah, I think it's the 11. There's a little bit of confusion about this, because right. during the Kickstarter, they had specially made dice, and they misprinted one, and then they oh. sent out reprinted ones. So
3: so the, the they sent out reprints of... The D12s. The, well, the of the light I got D12. both. Oh,
0: really?
3: Yeah,
2: I got both. I only got...
4: Mm. Yeah, I think We're I got to have some
2: words. I got my okay. block set more recently. I okay, maybe like, it's still. I feel like I didn't now. go out at the same time.
0: We'll in double ways. check, yeah. but for tonight, sure. if you're rolling a regular one, twelve is good, eleven is bad. Because I got think it. that there's like the sure. thing with them being right next to each other. I think that's mm-hmm. part of it, if I remember correctly in the rules, but I might be wrong.
3: They're well, I mean they're opposite sides of the die. Yeah. You.
0: But, right, but I mean like yeah, 11 yeah, and 12. Sure, sure. Numerically. numerically, numerically yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, and you would roll on a character sheet the number of like pips you have next to a skill. That's how many d6s you roll. So you roll all of that together. We're going to do math. First roll of our
2: campaign. Oh, God. And it's all sixes. That's weird. Wow.
4: <laughs> oh. oh. oh.
0: Thank wow. You. Okay. So that's an 18. Okay. And what is your TN for that? So that's going to be strength. Strength? Yeah. It's a 16. 16? And you rolled what? 18. Okay, you're fine. So, you hear your friends coming quite a while before they are aware of your presence. And what is she hearing from the two of you as you ride along?
1: Um, I think I'm is, sorry. They is hearing um, us argue about where his camp is.
3: <laughs> oh sure, yeah.
1: Because uh each of us have like a different idea of like no, he likes it under the oak trees, not the pine ones. <laughs> the and pine you'll... needles get on the tent and they're harder to brush off. But
3: the pine needles are softer when you lay on them.
1: I know, and they, they do don't have smell the... nice. Yeah,
3: and they don't have the pokey little curled up edges like Yeah, Oakley's. but the <laughs> crunchy
1: leaves at this time of year. Hello? Oh hi! Where's your tit?
2: Where's your tit? We need to know.
1: (laughs) Did you choose crunchy leaves or soft needles? Under the,
2: under the crunchy leaves. Yes.
1: Ah. I knew it.
3: (laughs) Hello. Well, yes. Are
2: you having fun?
3: Oh, I forgot the forest name. Dunland. Dunland.
2: Um, fun. I found some interesting carvings. Ooh. Sounds wonderful. You can't take them; they're quite large.
1: Oh, I didn't want to. Okay.
3: This, you know, a matter of opinion.
1: <laughs> you might want to.
3: <laughs> but, but no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but we got word from Sausage, and uh, he he has said that he would found something interesting, or heard oh. of something interesting. Wonderful!
2: Interesting he finds he. the most interesting things. Who knew
3: that? A hobbit of the Shire would know so many places to go and see things, but
2: I'm surprised more and more every day.
3: <laughs> yes. Me too. It didn't seem critical, so I think we could probably rest a night and then
1: Oh yeah, it doesn't seem immediate. Did you are you done looking at the carvings? I can be. I can always come back. That's true, they're not going anywhere. No. Hopefully. <laughs> Don't take them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the sunsets here are quite lovely.
1: Ooh, nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah.
2: Are there a lot of
3: animals here?
2: Yes, it's a forest. <laughs> well, there are some
3: forests that are less populated by...
2: Um, it's known for, actually, the birds that come down off the mountains, and they come and they roost in the trees down here when it's cold. Oh, he hates things in the trees. <laughs> but way right. up there. Well, um, don't look up.
0: So <laughs> All right, we're going to pause this, like, we're going to, like, fade out on this, like, banter <laughs> happening <laughs> in the party. Um, we're going to take a look at our map for a minute, because we do need to, like, solidify some things. Um, so if you will switch to our map frame. Nah. Oh, no. So maps are super important in the One Ring Second Edition. Behold! <laughs> Um, so it actually has a hex map of the region and during the journeying phase, the players choose their route. They have to pay attention to where bridges and things are on the actual map. So you have to actually plan a route that you can actually go. Um, And we have to roll and events happen, random things. It's very exciting. Um, So we do need to kind of solidify where things are happening. So right now. The first thing we're gonna do is have each of you go through and you're gonna mark where you're from. And you can do this at the top of... or So we're using what's called Jamboard. It's an app for teachers, which is why I like didn't know it, um, where we dropped the digital version, the big um, high-def digital, uh, digital version of the map. Um, We can all write on it. We're all sharing it um, through Google. So we can all write on the map. We can mark things. Um, We can use my favorite thing, which is the little laser pointer. So you can be like, this is where we are in Dunland. (laughs) And you can like see it show up. And if you're watching this, you can see that. We will also describe it though. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, um, there's a visual component necessarily just from the mechanics, but we will do our best to explain it. So everyone is participating. Um, And yeah, everyone's got their... They digital devices. Good job, class. You did all your homework. Nailed it. it. We try. Yeah, you do great. Okay, so the what average. you're going to do isn't is isn't that cool? B cool? average. Yeah, a B average. <laughs> but you think it's an A. that's fine. Hey, these get degrees. It's fine. <laughs> no, right. Um, so what I'd like for you to do on the pen, um, there are different colors. So each of you claim a color. Oops. Sorry, drawing already. <laughs> it's fine. You can erase. There's the eraser right underneath it.
1: Um, can I be gold because I feel like Runa is kind of a golden retriever <laughs> Oh, I love that that's very appropriate <laughs> I like um
0: your yeah your Net, did you pick where you were actually from? Um I or where you're living now It doesn't have to be where you're from. it's didn't okay well we can think about it for a few minutes. There's a lot of places on here um a very common place for you to be as a um as a kind of a human basically um are uh, would be like Brie. Uh-huh. very central, very, a good kind of place for you to then travel to lots of other places. Yeah. Very easy place for you to stay. Um, and that's kind of in the middle. You can also zoom in if you look up at the top there. It's much easier once you zoom in to actually read all the little typing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Erlyn you already know where you're from. Yes. Do you know where you're from, Dave? Up at the top, near the Blue Mountains, it's a top to the left, there yeah. are lots of Dwarven um, settlements up there in that area. Um, But you can also yeah. be from somewhere else, and... No, I think that's where he's from. Okay.
3: Let's see, what am I going to pick? I guess I'll so, take red. For those
0: of you tuning in at home, up here, there's like the halls of the door dwar- Dwarves, things like that. Um. This area here, the Grey Havens, is um, kind of an Elven stronghold, kind of one of the the, the, the most known and most populated, and um, especially by outsiders, one of the few places of Elves that uh, the outsiders are are keenly aware of, even if they haven't personally experienced it. Um, another bit of Tolkien lore for those of you: um, the Elves, because they live forever, are leaving Middle Earth. Their time is done. They've been called back by the Valar, which are their gods, to go to, which is a, kind of their equivalent of the Garden of Eden slash Heaven, which is an island called Valinor. Um, it has been removed from Earth, so not anyone can go there. But the dwarves and the special chosen are able to get in these beautiful ships that are in the Grey Havens, um, which are, are, are there in right, this area right here. Or you see, which I'm guessing is the blue dot of Erland. yep, <laughs> um, and that's where most elves now are departing Middle Earth forever. They will never come back. You know, once they get to Valinor, which is the name of it, um, they will they will be there forever, um, not dying but living forever in the perfect place, basically. Um, some of them are have been reticent to do it because it's also probably amazing, but also kind of boring, the same. Maybe they're worried. Who knows? Um, so that, that is why it's a very important point, um, in Middle-earth lore. So, a lot of elves would be traveling through this area, probably not interacting very much with the people of this area as they headed to the Grey Havens to board these ships to sail off and never return. Um, elves tend not to bond very often with other races, um, I'm sorry, other species, because... They will live forever. What seems like a full lifetime for someone else is very short to them, and it's, you know, it's like,
3: semi-traumatic. Yeah, yeah. It's like,
0: like boring, I, but... I knew you for a month. Yeah, and exactly. Now you're gone. Yes, um, this is one of the things I, I do like about. There's a part in Rings of Power where an elf is speaking to a dwarf, good friend of theirs. And the dwarf is very angry because the elf has been gone for a long time. And the elf is like, well, I've just haven't been gone very long. And the dwarf is like, it's It's been been years, years, (laughs) like a decade, over a decade. And he's like, well, it's not that long. It's like a a point of contention. And the elf is almost not able to comprehend how that is a big chunk of uh, another species' life. Um, So this is why they often seem aloof. Um, Not necessarily because they really think they're better, but because they're kind of apart because they know they're apart and they, they, they have trouble comprehending, um, age and decay and things like that. Makes sense.
3: So I, I picked a spot up there thinking maybe there's a small surface, uh, dwarven village. Okay. Uh, that's along the river there that can be used for trade. Perfect. You know, okay. Shipping stuff in and out. Okay.
0: And we know that, um, that sausage is from the Shire. Mm-hmm. So let's see, we've got gold,
1: yeah, blue, I went with and red. That
0: seems easy. Yeah. Um, so we're going to pick green. Well, green, it's the thing is green. So I guess that's the only real color left. So, okay, so I'm going to pick green for, um, where, uh, you can't see that at all. Okay. <laughs> undo that okay i'm gonna pick black it's gonna be the uh the color for sausage even though that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense (laughs) just because it will show up on the map so this is the shire it's probably too big one second you can tell i tell people to use this tool a lot and i don't actually use it (laughs) (laughs) okay class this is what we're doing okay how did you guys draw? with Just a the pen. A little pen. Oh, look like you had the highlighter out. Okay, yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. So I'm going to draw the pen. So I'm going to put a little, a little dot here. So this is going to be where Sausage is from. So what I was thinking for um, Creeks Crossing would be this little area in here. There's like, or maybe like along here. Oh, somewhere. okay. Okay. So it's kind of central. Um, I don't want to put it the red area or the, the kind of orangish areas are kind of danger areas. I don't really want it to be there. But again, it's kind of out of the way. So somewhere in this general area is kind of what I was thinking. But if we have another idea or if we were thinking somewhere else, um, I'm also fine with that. But especially well, kind of, yeah.
3: Maybe our ruin is at the... Um... At the the actual like crossroads of the river, right there, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too when I saw it, because we even like described how it was kind of like at the where a split off of where yeah. the river went into two mm-hmm. places. I also love the
2: idea that the mountains are right there too, so that like you don't get the the effect until a very specific point in time, and then it's gone because there are mountains. Because the whole thing is like the sun oh, is yeah. setting, and you get this beautiful bright light in the crystal, mm-hmm. and then bam, gone. Right.
0: It's also, very conveniently, for canon purposes, not, like,
2: a very well,
0: not really things that are happening there. So we can drop a fake town in there and not, like, disrupt the timeline of Middle Earth, which Uh. is (laughs) not the number one priority, but it's nice if we can, like, do both. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to put a thing there. Let's see. Um... Let's see, I'm going to put, okay, problem. This is a very interesting (laughs) part where I'm working on the computer um, and looking for the thing that I want to do. Okay, so I'm going to put it there because I want it to be different than, um, And the rest of it. Here we go. Oh, God. Okay, this is going to be... All right. So here is a picture of our little village. Cute. So our little village. Little village. Oh, it doesn't get any smaller than that. Okay, well, I'm going to put it, like, here. And I'm going to draw a little arrow. <laughs> oh, sorry, down here. So we'll have... The little village is... I don't want to cover the Hall of the Dwarves too much, but it's going to be right here. Um, So uh, there's like the river coming from the Grey Havens. Um, The cool thing about this is also because most of the elves would not be going by this place because most of the routes are through Rivendell, which is way off to the east. And then they'd be following through Bree and then heading that way. So this is an out-of-the-way place, which is fantastic for us. So I'm going to draw a little arrow to here. And this is like the little village is probably, actually, you know what? I'm going to have it be up here a little bit where there's like this open area because this will be the farmland. Mm -hmm. Mm. Nice. So it'll be like right here. So there's some forest and there's some forest between them and the ruins. And then we will also insert... Our little runes. So while we're going through and we're draw, doing our, um, maybe I shouldn't do little pictures. I like the little pictures, but I feel like they might block our our view of um, the, the the actual hexes when we're actually mechanically trying to use this map. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: he's, he's <laughs> it it.
0: All right, so this is going to be, this little mark right here is going to be our village. And then our ruins, I'm going to mark, um, I'll mark those in, well, I'll mark those in green. And so our ruins are right here, kind of at where this fork of the river right here. Um, all right, there we awesome. go. Cool. Great. All right, so that settles where everything is. Now, where you are right now is way <laughs> down at the very opposite part of the map, <laughs> down here where it says Dunland. Uh. Good job, Caroline. good job. Do what is best. <laughs> so, um, here we go. Okay. So supposedly the max journey length is 20 hexes. We'll see how that goes right now. Oop. <laughs> um, It's going to be a lot of uh, journeying for you. Um, so yeah, so we are down here. Um, we'll say you're at like the edge.
2: Yeah, that was kind of my vision because I know the Dunlin can get kind of dangerous as well. So,
0: and then there's the road right here. So maybe are you kind of near the road? Yeah. Where would you like to be? You can zoom in, and then if you want to kind of um, put a temporary uh, marker. Oh hey. Okay, wait here. I've got a better idea. Okay. okay. So. <laughs> Oh, I can draw shape. Yeah, we can do shapes. We can draw shapes. Oh, I knew that. Okay, um, but we can also. I think we can choose colors for them. Yeah, if you choose the color at the top. So I'm gonna put a little triangle where our ruins are. Oh, god, that's a very big triangle. Oh, you know, make it, make, can we make it little? A big boy. Little triangle, little. Oh no, they're pretty big triangles. Okay. Here's us in real time figuring out how to use this thing. <laughs> anyway, just draw out with a little thing. We don't have to do the, we don't have to do the little shapes. Nice. Yeah. Arrow. <laughs> Perfect. Good job. Right there. You're <laughs> right there. You are here. Where the arrow is. Very nice. I'm going to make it go uh, away. because yes. It's a little thing. No. So, and yeah, um, like the, that is part of the system is like. There's going to be a lot of travel to prepare for this adventure. Like th- that is part of Tolkien's like stories is, okay, they're going to, you know, this place. It might take them a year to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's like way over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very realistic travel time. Um, Unlike, you know, okay, we're there. So that is part of uh, one of the things that the system really leans into. Uh, cool. All right. So we are right there. So, uh, why don't Market you start, program. wait, did you delete the little arrow? I deleted the arrow, but I remember where it was. Okay. Put it back. It's a good thing. And you, I, you can grab it and move it. And like, that'll okay, be where that's we fair. are at any point.
1: Oh, yeah. That's brilliant.
2: Right. You're were... a big boy. Brilliance. Oh yes. My brilliance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, point at the hex where you are. There the you point are. of the arrow is where we where are. Where you are. Perfect. All right. So now as a group, you need to decide your... Uh, the route that you take. So, a max journey is 20 hexes, and then we'll have to do it again. There's only one destination allowed, which is not a problem because we're all just going to one place. Um, And uh, if there's no town or village indicated on the map, perhaps you discover a new one, we can make one up. Hey, look, we already did that. Mm -hmm. And, um, basically one hex equals one day. And one additional day for any hard terrain. Um... And, uh, we need to assign journey roles, but we'll do that after you kind of decide. So figure out where you want to go. You do need to plan for where there are bridges. So to cross the river, you need to have a bridge, um, and other things. Okay. Gotcha. So why don't you three vividly describe what you're doing while you figure it out (laughs) and use your little, uh, laser pointers to like suggest routes. Um green generally for the most part means like free lands. Like you can pretty much travel without like much problem there. Mm-hmm. Wild lands yeah, they're wild. Like strange things happen. Dark lands means there's like more dangerous. I didn't close it all the okay. Way, no. And then the the dark um brown is impossible terrain. So you can't actually go over that. It's the misty mountains part. Yeah. So uh and then if there's a uh the the reddish outline of a hex it means it's perilous area and it takes like i was saying more time to go through that
4: Mm -hmm.
0: okay so plan your first 20 hex jump of the like leg of your journey i was gonna
2: say
3: it's it's 20 hexes to breathe yeah okay like exactly
2: great perfect (laughs) yeah that's probably how long that's probably the exact reason why we're
0: in that spot because Erlen went I'm going to walk that way. Okay. <laughs> and why don't we draw uh, with white? Um, and you can use a little bit of a larger um, tool, please, so mm-hmm. that we actually trace it along there. Um, oh,
2: that's too big.
0: It's just, <laughs> just a big smudge. And I'm going to use this opportunity to... Oh, where's Big P- Pat the puppy?
2: I'm
1: sorry. I thought I left it cracked enough that he could get in. No, it's okay. He's just a baby and won't, like, Do push it open. being good. <laughs> He's a big dwarf. He's flying
2: So I was just thinking the north-south road. It's right there. It travels yeah. right along all the yeah. bridges and everything. For a okay. No problem. <laughs>
1: um, that seems pretty, like... Reasonable.
2: I'm gonna learn how to use this, guys. Um, (laughs) One of us should. (laughs) It's more the scrolling that's the problem I'm running into. Yeah, it's the flipping
3: back and forth between writing Mm -hmm. and scrolling
2: and writing. I'm. Got this. I wish you
1: could, like, two finger drag to, like, move it and then. Yeah, that's what I keep on trying to do. Mm -hmm.
2: I'll take this over another clunky VTT system that I have used too many times. So I can use my iPad. Uh, okay, so. I counted along the road. Great. And I'm going to trust that you can count. Uh, we are avoiding then the barrow downs and all that stuff.
3: Which I thought was a good idea.
2: Yes, that seems yeah. wise.
3: Especially as this is leg one of the trip. Yeah. Not, not like. Oh, cool. Here's our destination. In desperate we get there.
2: Right now. <laughs> okay. okay. I feel like I'm losing my mind. There we go. Hey. This really points out to me how close the Barrow Downs are to Bree, and that's Really, actually terrifying. They're real close. I would build a giant wall as well.
3: <laughs> it seemed to me like if you lived anywhere in Middle Earth, building a good wall
2: is, is not a bad investment. Not a bad plan. Or giant rivers that will just wash away your enemies. Well, It's a good plan that's as well. also, that yeah. counts.
4: Mm-hmm. If you it's have like a
2: wall. To make that happen, yeah. yeah. Wall of water. Yeah. What, not every culture can just build rivers that they can summon and wash away their enemies with? Just, just so.
1: (laughs) Seems so convenient.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of tall walled cities in this region, actually. Now that you're you're pointing this out, I'm a little worried. Yep.
1: Seems like a business opportunity.
2: Building walls? Yeah. I'll leave that to the two of you. (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's, that's our retirement adventure. We show up to towns and we're like, you know what you need, folks? A wall.
1: Use all the rocks you gather.
2: Yeah, trouble's coming to this hamlet. Let me tell you.
1: I'll you
3: build a pool the hall. The
2: wooden supports and the and the gates, and you yeah. can stack all the rocks. Incredible. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's just yes. being in another. So, I
3: know the next thing we have to talk about is a role that yes. we're going to take. Yes. For yes. this bit. Um, so, each one sort of has a special event, and you can look at your skills and see what's good. What you're. Yeah, what am I with. good at? I
1: forgot. <laughs> Who am I? What's going on? <laughs> what am I doing here? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: you're not in little
0: tiny Zoom windows. <laughs> I know. So weird. I've been here the whole time. Okay. Oh, I like how you did a little dotted line. Because I've been here the whole time. Yeah. Very nice. You watched me struggle all the way I, through it. I put <laughs> in my
3: earbud to keep listening as I went.
0: Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to
2: miss what's happening. Right.
0: All right. Awesome. Um, so the next phase is um, each of you have a cool little card in front of you. Um, these are something that came with the... A beginner's kit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was just making sure these weren't like a Kickstarter, like, unique thing. But no, they came no. in the, the starter kit. Um, one side has the different stances you can take for combat. The other side has the different roles you can choose for your journey. So one of you, we only have three of you tonight, so we definitely need a guide that is an incredibly important one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lookout and a scout um, I'm gonna say the hunter is the one we can probably skip for the evening. Um, we'll just say you have you have what you need. Um, so why don't you look at those um, if you want? This is the back page, I believe, of your um, your cheat sheets that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the guide is in charge of all the decisions um, concerning the route, rest, and supplies. Okay, this is like in-game in-charge. I want you to agree as a group, out of character, on the actual route, but the guide technically is the one who's like, let's go on this side of the big rock instead of that side of the big rock, because it looks more stable, etc. Hunter is in charge of finding food in the wild, again, like, I feel like right now that's the one to drop if we need it. Uh, Lookout is in charge of keeping watch, and the Scout is in charge of setting up camp, opening new trails. Etc. Um, I guess scout could also be a thing that we definitely need a lookout and we definitely need a guide. Um, <laughs> so, does anyone have something that they feel like they'd be especially good at? The guide is going to roll travel. The hunter is going to roll hunting if so, we choose to have that. The lookout is going to be rolling awareness and the scout will be rolling explore. I'm definitely more guide or scout.
1: Okay. I'm definitely more guide or lookout.
2: And I'm definitely... Your best bet is Lookout. I could be a guide.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay. so maybe... Yeah. Why don't we have an in-character discussion about
2: this? I love this. <laughs> well, I mean, we've also journeyed together before. Yeah. yeah. Like, this isn't like, okay, what are you good at? Yeah, um, I, I would we, imagine that from past experiences, if anyone's ever had Erlen do anything that isn't Looking Out, uh, he's probably notoriously bad at the like life skill things, like hunting. He should never be, a, he's got a big bow. He's quite capable with it. He's not a good hunter. Mm-hmm. He's from a civilized area where they bring you food. <laughs> the suburban ill.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I love it.
1: Mm. Um, I feel like Runa probably takes guide as much as possible because she's like, I know where we should go. Let's go that way. <laughs> <laughs> with just like complete overconfidence.
3: Uh I I would totally literally I'm balanced between the two things. Okay. So scout is great. I'm happy to to keep a lookout and I'm probably good at setting up camp, right? Like trying to find little spots that are in a, you know, a depression so that our fire can't be seen from a distance. And, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Knowing, knowing the land as we go. So nice. That's definitely a thing. Yeah. I am also not a hunter. <laughs> 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 nope. Hunting
1: I, is probably the thing I'm best at out of all four of them. But <laughs> And we don't need that one. <laughs>
3: that's cool. I, I make sure to pack lots of stuff. That's why I have a pony.
0: All right. So, um, especially for this journey, you're not under strained circumstances you're not being chased you're not necessarily you're like you want to get there quick but you're not like a huge time crunch so there's a mechanic where you can do like a force march where you're like going really fast and that's like you know, the hobbits are going to isengard and we're like (laughs) okay we're not in that situation we're like our friend sausage and probably this weird old man want us to go say hi (laughs) so we're on our way it's just sausage yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what other person? Yeah, he's gonna be there when we get there. We know that. Um, all right, cool. So um, the guide is gonna roll travel. Okay.
1: How do I do that?
0: So you're gonna roll your uh, travel as a skill. Okay. Which is going to be under, if you look on your character sheet, mm-hmm. um, I believe it is under heart. heart. Okay. Yep. Do you have pips in it? Yes. Then that's how many D6s you roll in addition to your D12. Okay. Or the special fancy die if you want to roll that one. No. Uh, sure. Okay. I do have a fancy die there, so I wasn't sure if it was one of the ones from the Kickstarter. Oh, no.
1: This It's just shiny. It's just a pretty one. I pretty just thing. like shiny things. Okay. Okay. Mm, that doesn't look great. <laughs>
0: All right. So what did you get on your fate die?
1: Um. Three.
0: Okay. Uh, Ooh. Uh, what's the total of it? Eight. Eight. Okay. okay. I roll bad, you guys. <laughs> I love this for us, actually. I love that so, roll.
3: What's a journey if not for a <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. that's, that's okay, because there's a the table. Okay. So Whew. on an eight or nine, you find a shortcut. Uh, and <gasps> if the roll succeeds, which, uh, what is your um, heart? Uh, 14. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So you get to reduce the length of the journey by one day. So we're cool. going to say since you, um... sorry, there's a lot of things on this. Yeah. this is the first time we've done it, it's very exciting. Um, so we're going to say, the fir- uh, if successful, the event first event occurs three hexes away. Um, if it fails, the event is two hexes away. Okay? Um, so, you start out, and we're starting out where the big arrow is on our map. So we're going to go two hexes if you want to move our arrow on our mm-hmm. digital map. Yeah. Ah. I'm zooming in. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get That's a
2: very thing. big arrow.
0: It, it is. <laughs> it's as small as it gets, but yeah. you know. It's doing its best. It's free. We don't have to pay a membership yeah. to anything, and it it's pretty. Okay, I can't actually get to it. It's being
2: annoying. Will you listen to me? No. There
4: we go. No. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> I, go, I, go. All right. I think if you grab it with, um like, the arrow. If you move oh, over. Oh,
2: there's, yep. Yeah. So we're moving three? Uh, one, Two. two. two.
0: All right. Um, okay, I'm trying to see. I can't. Uh, looking at this, I I felt like I understood it earlier, but let me double check. Um, so this is the event type.
3: Yeah, it'll target one of the four roles.
0: Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay, got it. Okay. Um, I just can't see on the chart where it says, oh, I see, Um, the event target, so I roll that dice, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Which one do I, what do I roll, Like, what, what, what's the, I can't find the, the adventurer, sorry, I have all these notes and I felt like I knew what to do. Roll a success die on the, oh, okay, a success die on the event target. What is it? Oh, a, I see a D six, and then I roll a D twelve. Can I have one of your fancy D 12s Dave? Yeah. yeah. Is this the reprinted one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is the correct one. Yes. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna roll a success die, which is a D six, um, and that is going to tell us. Wait, I lost it again. Uh, on the event target table. So that's going to be a one, which means the scout. So it's going to be against the scout.
3: Okay.
0: And a one. Ooh. If the roll fails, everyone in the company gains one shadow.
4: Ooh.
0: Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Rough. Okay. <laughs> I'll so, do my best, everybody. Yeah. So go, scout, go.
3: Okay. Uh, but I do get plus one die because we're on a rope. Okay.
2: All
3: right. Cool. Lucky, 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 lucky. <laughs> and here begins the fall of the uncle. <laughs> un- <laughs> no, oh, no. Oh, no. We got this. Okay. No
2: problem. Nice. Uh,
3: 19. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, okay. nice.
3: And my target number is 15.
0: So. Okay. You definitely made it. All right. Very nice. Um, the skills test. Okay. If you it doesn't say what you do if you succeed, I guess we just you're awesome and everything's fine. Skill events. Uh...
3: Oh, and we all gain a fatigue.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Resolve event outcome, but it's not on the table. I guess I get to make it up. That's cool. I like that. I like making things up. All right. So, um, Dave, why don't you tell me like something along the route, um, like uh, was just like incredibly depressing and keeping in minor our lines and veils and like upsetting and, uh, like almost made you like given to despair But, uh, what was that thing?
4: Hmm.
3: Maybe we come across, uh, like, a farmer's wagon. And clearly something has knocked it over and eaten all the stuff. And the farmer is nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's some animals that were killed that he was obviously had tied to the wagon that he was leading somewhere maybe to take to market or or back to his farm even. Um, but something overran it, right? And it's just a huge waste, right? It doesn't look like anybody cared enough to actually steal the animals. They, you know, they just, whether it was a wild animal attack or something, but nothing ate, you know? So it's weird a little bit. Okay. Um, but it's just yeah, it's just wasted devastation, you know, like there's some barrels of grain that have been opened and just spilled all over the road, and it just it feels really bad to see a somebody's livelihood ruined
4: mm-hmm.
3: b just the terrible waste of all this stuff left out here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if somebody was trying to rob them, they would have taken the things, yeah, if it was wild animals, they probably would have eaten more. who knows what happened here, yeah. The mystery is that there's no farmer mm-hmm. either. It's not like they were left here. So okay. I think it's off-putting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. And what was it that kind of brought you out of that despair? It doesn't have to be something you did, It, but like with permission, if you have an idea, it could be you or another character. If you have an idea of something you might have done to get out of that despair. But I think we actually, you know, we already answered this question. in when we played Mm Decima, what we one of our questions was, what do we do when we're feeling down? Does anybody remember what your answer was? We sing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you have a moment or, or or, while you like camp for the evening, um, how does that go? I think
2: anytime there's like a question of mortality, um, Mm -hmm. Ireland also gets very introspective about it because, again, this is kind of a new concept for them. And um, they tend to play, like, very soft flute music just as, like, a contemplation and a little bit of a celebration of, like, there is still music, there is still light in the world. Um, and I think anytime that we're faced with something terrifying, a, a you know a big fight or something sad like that or maybe a near-death experience um, I think that you find him playing the same like four songs um...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so how how do you both of you react to that
3: I don't think I actually pull out my instrument but I think I kind of hum along Because I've I've sort of learned your songs now. Mm -hmm. So they're sort of like our comfort songs. You go to them first and then the rest of us kind of pick them up. So I probably like slowly start tapping a foot, humming along and uh, just sort of get into it a little bit. Watching the fire, you know, like staring into the, like night vision's just gone, Mm -hmm. but watching the fire dance. Kind of start to feel a little better.
0: Yeah. What does your singing voice sound like? Or when you're humming, what does it sound like?
3: Uh, I think it's higher than we envision dwarf voices, um, not, not super high. Yeah, not, (laughs) um, not, not the upper end of tenor kind of dwarf, but, but more, more like mid to upper
0: baritone sort of, sort of. Voice nice. Is it like clear or is it like gravelly? Mm. You can think about it if you don't have a decision. These are the things that are important to me. Sorry. No, no, no I didn't. <laughs> I didn't.
4: It's
3: just things I didn't. I didn't answer already in my head. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more clear. Okay. Because I think as a dwarf, he actually isn't a smoker. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it's it's sort of, sort of pretty clear. It probably usually takes a while to get there. Okay, uh, I feel like he starts singing and it's more like fighting through the sort of buildup of just ah.
0: yeah
3: uh, and then it starts to come out more more clear and, and open. Yeah.
0: Um, and just so we're all clear at the table, the thing I absolutely adored about rings of power, which yes, there was a thing, I absolutely adored how the dwarves used music to find ore in the mountains. That seems so spot on and perfect to me and like how like the earth would resonate when they hit specific tones and I just oh, they was so, so good. good. Only everything else had been as good as that. But um so that is canon in our world. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. That is amazing. Um awesome. Okay, and what do you do?
1: Um I think Runa kind of waits for Hanar to like start humming and like getting into it. Um, And then when she joins in, she um, starts to like make up lyrics that are like grandiosely describing their journey thus far, whatever happened to them that day, Uh kind of like making it epic. Um, like a song you would hear in a tavern because mm-hmm. um, I think that is kind of like her experience with singing mostly uh-huh. is like, you know, tales sung over the tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has kind of a gravelly, like Joan Jett voice.
0: I love it. <laughs> oh. Amazing. Okay, and uh, so we're you're playing your flute right mm-hmm. now, um, Erlen, but when, do you sing? Oh, yes. Okay, and what does your voice sound like when you sing?
2: I think he has a very clear uh bright tenor voice,
0: like high tenor
2: uh more like the the like sweet middle of a like true tenor awesome um and he's not from a culture that's shy about music mm-hmm. um ever, and so like playing the flute or singing in front of people is just like something that you just do yeah when you're thinking or talking or just having a normal moment mm-hmm. um so he'll just sing <laughs>
0: um when you are on your travels and you do this, um, what are the reactions of people to what may be the first time they've heard elven music? Because in this world, like, elven music is just something that's, like, beyond. Um, And in fact, there is elven music that is so beautiful that it changes the course of history in some places. Because that's, like, people are so enthralled, or, or it actually almost... This is one of those, like... Very subtle, like, kind of imbued with magic, but isn't, like, overt magic. They're not casting spells, but there's just something magical and so emotionally affecting about some elven music that it, people stand still and listen to it for a hundred years and shit like that randomly. Mm-hmm. So The world was made in song. It was. So, it is magic song. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Like, the song is very at the core of a lot of this world. Which is why I love that you guys did this last so Um... Um, I think that for the most
2: part, he was shocked at first when people would stop and stare and not just join in because that's normal. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of shy. He's not one for the spotlight. Um, and I think people just watching him perform, mm-hmm. he was just like, I'm just going to keep doing this. Okay. My song is done now. Um... But I think over time he's learned to relish it because he is such a keeper of stories, and most Elven songs are stories. And so he gets to, even if they don't understand the words, um, sing of the stories of his people. And these are people that he's only a little removed from, that he reveres and loves, and he keeps on thinking about how the elves are leaving. And so this is a way of giving a part of the elves back to the people, is to sing the songs of his people.
0: That's wonderful love that so much all right um and this together um the combined harmonies of the three of you um and just like the the kind of togetherness as well um because as odd as it is for (laughs) this very mismatched group like you do have a core connection especially when you're playing music together awesome all right so the next thing um, the one thing that is not on my cheat sheet is, I don't know, I, are we allowed, do we change roles, or do is it the same role for the entire trip, or each? I think we can if okay. we wanted
3: to, but I um, don't.
0: Yeah, I, I don't will let anything. you, if you decide you want to, uh, and we'll I'll double check these roles and see if I'm doing it right, but for each, like, day or piece of our journey, um, you may switch roles if you decide you want to, but you don't have to. Uh,
3: I mean, I do don't remember reading that you can't
0: change yeah that's go it ahead. doesn't say you can't on my notes um or on the cheat sheets that i printed out so <laughs> we'll right. assume you can unless it says you can't there you go yeah. um but it also it, if you're traveling commandants who've been doing this for a while you might have like the thing you do so that's also cool yeah, for sure but
3: I think that also gives us the flexibility, like, if something goes badly for one of us. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's a good,
2: like, character reason to suddenly have an opinion about what's going on. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Okay. So, next part of our journey. What roles would you like? Who's going to be our guide, scout, lookout, um, or hunter, if you'd rather do that?
1: Um... I'm happy to try guide again, but we all know I roll bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can roll bad. You yeah. I guess that. it was fine, yeah. yeah. We didn't get very far. No.
2: I'm happy to stay or or trade with I, you. Either is fine by me, yeah. I'm super chill, so I'm <laughs> happy to keep scouting.
1: I think you're guiding. All right. Okay. Let's see what the shiny Roll it again. Because
3: I have the skill to be a guide, but I just thought about it. And, uh...
1: Whoops. Oh, goodbye. That one went over there. Can I roll that yeah, one, again? one again? It jumped out. Oh. Um, okay.
3: My heart target number is very high.
1: <laughs> so
3: it's probably not so I should good. probably check that out.
1: <laughs> okay. So my D6 is a five. Okay. Well, and sure. then I got a six on the other one. Okay.
0: So the, have... does the total meet your TN?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> so you fail again.
0: That's Still okay. no. So our event is two hexes away. So... Oh, please move the arrow to I have point. Moved it. the okay. arrow. Fantastic. So now we are here. So now I'm going to roll a success die. See, we're learning. This is good. Yeah. Four. So that means it happens with a lookout. Oh boy. So you're gonna roll. Oh. Oh wait. I have to roll my feet die. Five. <sighs> All right. So wait. I think you roll after I figure to figure out what it is. Okay. So five. A mishap. Um, so, if we roll fails, we'll add one day to the length of the journey, and the target gains one additional fatigue. Cool. Ooh. That is, oh, 16. So, an awareness is going to be. Which. Meets my TN. So that means it succeeds. Yay! You meet or go over. So you meet it. Okay, so, um, and the target is the person who made the roll, as far as when I'm using yeah, the phrasing yeah. of it. Um, very good. So, um, you're good. I think you, uh, take two fatigue, though. Everyone takes two fatigue, I believe. Oof. Two? Two? Because I think that's part, that's on the table. The fatigue is based on the number I'm rolling. Oh, is it? That's, uh, I'm assuming. It doesn't say that that's part of the... On our
3: little sheet it's every, each event also causes every member to gain one fatigue or to gain fatigue. It doesn't say one.
0: Oh, I think, yeah. So it's
3: probably whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: okay. So we gain two on top of what we already had. Yep. Okay. So should this be is why carrying three. a whole bunch of stuff is not always a good idea and why it's cool to have instruments that don't count as part of your... <laughs> <hate> you. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, come on. We have to have these cool musical moments. It's the unsung tales that those musical beat. <laughs> come on. I'm very subtle about it. No, I'm not. All right, very good. Okay, so um uh so there is a mishap. Um but there's uh but but you're able to overcome it as a group. So uh, I'm gonna have you tell us um Erland what is the mishap and how you guys can then figure out how you're gonna Overcome it together.
2: Hmm. I think on the road, because it's just a delay, right? It's not a hazard per se. Mishap. Yeah. Um, I think that there is a herd of sheep that fully just block the road, like a giant herd of sheep mm-hmm. and everyone's on horses except for me. There's a cart. Like, how are we supposed to get through here? And
0: um Oh, do you not have a pony? No. Oh, okay.
2: I am I am poor. <laughs> That's okay. Not yet. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's just so many sheep. Okay. And the the like shepherds plural are trying to like untangle their sheep, but they're doing it in the middle of the road and we like can't go around. So it's just it's a big ol fluffy mishap.
0: All right. So <laughs> how do you solve this problem together, friends? Um,
1: I think Runa would get off of the pony and just go human sheep dog. It's like, where do <laughs> you need these guys to go? Come on, let's go. scoot, scoot. <laughs> and just start shooing sheep.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah,
4: Where's
1: when you need it, man? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? She's like, I've seen a dog do this. I mean, I can do it. I'm smarter than a dog.
2: <laughs> Found logic. Yeah.
0: Definitely the golden retriever character. I love her. <laughs>
3: I feel like like Anar's first reaction is to go full uh Sean Connery in, in <laughs> Last Crusade and be like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like get big and try and stay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, just make angry dwarf noises yeah. and run at the <laughs>
2: and just make them go. I think okay. watching this Erwin's like can't do that. So he tries to like sheepdog them, but he's so not scary yeah. that the sheep are just like, Sup.
0: <laughs> I think the sheep are more like curious about you. They keep like walking up to you. <laughs> just like patting the sheep, like, this is how you you can move now.
2: It's okay.
0: <laughs> Alright, so in this uh somewhat hectic, kind of lighthearted, silly moment, you're able to avert this mishap, which may have like like was going to delay you because like it's just so many sheep um and you kind of get them off the road and you're able to narrowly get back and stay on course um and on track for your timetable. <laughs> i love it <laughs> all right so let's have our next bit of our journey all right i
3: don't know about you but it's Hard work scarantie.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah it is. That's how we got that
3: fatigue. Yeah, that's
0: how we got that <laughs> oh. oh success. Yay! Yay! Yay. On the success we get to move. Three. three Yay. Um and on your what uh on your feet die did you get a did you get a cool thing? I got uh ten. Okay. One for each. I think that's what it is. Okay. I think you have to get the little Gandalf in Oh no, two, one for three. each. Oh yeah, that's what that was. Okay. Oh, we're reaching. Sarbad. Okay. Oh, oh. No, it's still it's still just regular wildlands. So. Well, I know, but it's a close It's a named place. Yeah, it's a town. Yeah. All right, so. going to zoom in here so I can see things. Um. So, Tharbend, let me move this so I can see that. Okay. So, kind of a small place, um, and there's the, the bridge there um, that you can go across. You're not quite there yet. Um, so, are you still our guide, or is someone else the guide for today? Oh, you sure you rolled it? Oh, you did, right? I did. That's what got us here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sorry.
1: Uh, like an eye roll. Four next. and a ten. There we go. You, you roll.
0: I kind have of a toddler, it's oh. very late for me. <laughs> All right, let's see, a two. All right, so it is going to target the scout again. Which How we... even of it. <laughs> and let me roll my, oh, a 10. Oh, a chance meeting. Oh. Ooh.
3: A chance meeting of like. I
0: don't know. Okay. Let's roll and see what happens. Both. No pressure. So it. yeah.
3: it's a bad ruling. Oh, a chance meeting with the Ward King. <laughs> what? <laughs> <They're> the
4: King? <laughs> they do now. <laughs> uh,
3: no, I think we're still fine.
0: They yeah, are good. I beat okay. by one. Right. Well, chance meeting is a favoring the company meeting. Okay. Um, so who is it that you meet along the way here? Or if you want to just name like a, a species or something, I can come up with a person. That's fine too. Uh Maybe we
3: uh maybe we meet like a small group of elves from Lórien making their way across. Yeah,
0: that would totally make sense.
3: Just looking at the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, um yeah, so we're going to say it's a chance meeting as you are camped for the evening. Um, so as you're, you're there camped, um, maybe you've done some singing, um, probably uh, you hear it first. Um, like there's elven music. And what you're going to be seeing is um, a, a pilgrimage. It is part of these group of elves are going to the Grey Havens to board their ships and leave. Um, Seeing the, I mean, maybe you know, you know, but um, it is a incredibly beautiful, but also kind of sad moment. If you've watched the um, Lord of the Rings extended edition, there's a scene where you see, and it it is one of the
2: cry they nailed that scene me. so
0: much <laughs> as these very beautiful ethereal elves are riding their delusions. they're not delusion, but they're indelusions and they're just looking beautiful, they're carrying lanterns in the night, and they're singing basically as they go and they're singing songs that, even if you don't understand um, Sindarin, the elven language that they're singing in um, they're singing, you can tell just from the beauty of it, they're singing of like going home but also the sadness of leaving behind so it's like uh, a goodbye to middle earth and also it's melancholy but beautiful and also happy in a strange way um that is wistful yeah wistful yes um it's a good way of saying mm. that. so kind of think about how you'd feel about that um And as they're kind of writing, um... Are you playing music right now? I think the moment that Erland hears that song, he
2: stops. Okay. Like, that's the only sound in the world to him. What do you do when you hear that? Um, it's a song that I don't think he sings. Mm -hmm. Because most of those songs of leaving are not songs that he sings. He knows them. Mm -hmm. Um... And he starts to sing it quietly, Mm -hmm. just not in his normal like we're here to have a good time or lift our spirits Mm -hmm. or something like that. But just kind of almost prayerfully singing
0: the song with them Mm -hmm. and crying. Okay, Runa, what are you familiar with this, and how are you affected by this song?
1: Um, I think she kind of gets the tone. Mm-hmm. of what's happening but doesn't really fully understand it um, and when Erland starts to sing and she sees him like kind of start to cry she goes over to just like sit near him and kind of just quietly listens and just like holds space basically mm-hmm. and looks a little bit like kind of full of wonder mm-hmm. but you know respectfully full and a little sad yeah.
0: um are you at a place in your relationship where they touch you for comfort? I mean, they're not going to, like, grab you and hug you.
2: But... I would say that he's very okay with a lot of that stuff. Okay. He's a, especially around, like, other elves, he's a hugger. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> so much PDA when it comes to other elves. I Everyone's know. like, wow, he's really stand-off. <laughs> that's how elves work. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Um, what is your reaction as a dwarf? Are you familiar with this? I don't think at all. Okay. Uh,
3: Like the only elf I've ever heard sing anything is is here Mm -hmm. with us, and to see a group of elves is Mm -hmm. weird. Uh, um, But I I I don't think that the tone of their song nor what begins to happen uh, is lost. Uh, So I think he takes off his helmet (laughs) and kind of sets it down and, and like. Doesn't really know what to do, but sort of just watches quietly, awkwardly, you know, that the audience member that's never been at a performance of the Hallelujah Chorus (laughs) (laughs) doesn't know the whole stand-up part at the end, and, like, everybody else is like, oh, oh, okay, like, watching for cues, like, what am I supposed to do? Am I, like, should I say hello? Should I not say hello? Like, all of that. So just kind of watching sort of wondrously uh you know like what's i mean it's fairly common knowledge that elves do this right oh yeah yeah um so it's probably uh oh okay um do we like give them gifts (laughs) for their journey like do they need things do (laughs) they is it perilous like do they I know the the whole boat thing and you built boats. Is it like Are you asking these trip?
0: questions or do you? No, matter? I think like
3: all that's running through his head. Like, okay. like he's like reaching in pouches, like trying to find like, what's an appropriate kit for <laughs> departing <laughs> out. Like, I don't know. Um, mm, probably, you know, like, I don't know. You know, um, probably he ends up with like a couple of the little uh, vials with gold oh. flakes in them mm-hmm. and like shakes them up to make them look twinkling <laughs> oh, in the lantern can't, light. Can't, and he's probably
4: like, uh-huh. like
3: offering him up quietly, not like "beer, please" or anything, but just just sort of holding him up, like, if you need something to take with you, sort of a sort of a move.
0: Okay, I love it. Okay, um, while this is happening, um, while you're like hearing them, um, like the procession like continues, but one of them uh, notices your group, and then notices that you're with them so erland um so uh she pulls off um and like she's riding her beautiful horse um and she rides up and um like gracefully dismounts um and uh she she waits till the song that is being sung is over and mm-hmm. as you are um also singing, us, yes. Hold on just as that again. Well, you look okay. uh, as she approaches, mm-hmm. Alan
2: gets to his feet and uh, goes to greet her and like bows even before she's even off her horse. Oh, very nice. Um, where's
0: my Cindoran cheat sheet? Hold, please. Em- language emergency, guys. <laughs> <laughs> language emergency. I'm gonna have a, my first elf and like not have it be right. Dear Lord. All right. Um... Seriously, where is it? Oh, it's right. Okay. So she has um, uh, pale skin. Um, uh, it's a bit uh, of a golden hue. Um, and um, kind of the color of, uh, we'll say, um, like, morning sunlight, like, glinting off like snow um and then um long very dark um it's hard to tell in the night um dark brown or black hair Uh, and uh she's like very reserved and smiling um you probably be the only one who'd know she looks a little puzzled (laughs) this is a little bit weird. weird yeah this is a little a little weird they are <laughs> <Like>, friends yeah. <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a Motley crew. Their encounters
2: weirder than our encounter.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Megavanen. Uh, hello. 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 Uh, I couldn't help but, but notice as we were traveling, uh it is good to see you, friends. You look familiar. Um I'm I'm Ellen of Mythland ah um fyi there's not a whole bunch of elves in the world especially at this point so almost all elves even if they don't like know each other would probably have at least seen each other and recognize like hey you look familiar like is that that's it's that sort of thing um or hey i know your mom and like (laughs) you know each other by reputation and somewhat by sight if not like knowing them um like very very clearly and well Oh, yes. I, uh, you work with, uh, right? I do, yes. I have. Yeah, it's a great honor. I look forward on our journey to hopefully having the honor of speaking with him before we board the ships.
2: He can be a bit, um, mercurial. Indeed. Uh,
0: I must ask, is it true that he has a beard? He does. It's something I hope to see before we leave. You should ask him about it. Indeed. <laughs> he would not think that impertinent. Everyone does. Interesting.
2: Uh, these are my companions. This is Runa and Hanor. Uh,
0: hello. Uh, and, like, again, both of you probably don't notice because elves are super understated, but, like, very clearly to you, it's like... <laughs> Okay. Weird. (laughs) Like like fascinated though. Like she's obviously like you kind of get the vibe of like a kindred spirit of like curiosity because everyone else is like, that's strange, and kept writing. (laughs) And she's like, I wanna see what this is about. (laughs) Like so she came over to talk. So there's like a kind of excited, curious vibe to someone who would like be able to pick up on that. She seems incredibly like ethereal and stoic to both of you. Uh, and and where are you... Where's your band headed? To Bree. Yes. Indeed. Mm-hmm. We uh, may be passing that way ourselves. Um, we've never... ever spent <laughs> much time in a, a human village, um, but I, I believe my companions will want to uh, take another... Another route, unfortunately. What what business have you there? Are you, especially you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing yeah. in Brie? <laughs> It makes sense that these two are headed debris, yeah. but Rina's
1: like, well, I'm from there, so
0: ah, are you, you're traveling home.
1: Uh, maybe we'll stop by there on our way, All or right if we have time.
2: <laughs> we tend to journey a lot. I'm walking
0: the world to see everything. And there's like a little bit of like, wistful, like, shit, maybe I should have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, That is a a very wise decision. Um, And it is brave for both of you to spend your days doing such a thing. Are you also documenting and seeing the wonders of this world?
1: Uh, definitely seeing them. More with my hands than with, uh, my eyes a little bit, though. It's my my mother, my grandmother, all my family members. We adventure. It's what we do. Very goodness. If you make it to Brie, you should stop by my mom's house. She'll make you dinner and tell you all about it.
0: Oh, well, that is a incredibly kind offer. Thank you for your generous hospitality course and and you
3: oh I I make my way buying and selling things along the road there are many peoples that need things and some that have extra so I tend to spread them around
0: balancing the scales of the haves and have nots uh yes and and the haves and the have mores oh yes well, the dwarves are known for their, their haves, as you say. Oh, indeed. indeed.
2: Ellen <laughs> um, has taken a very uh, rapt attention onto a rock on the ground next to him.
1: <laughs> Bruna is desperately trying not just to like, laugh.
0: No, no. <laughs> well, um, perhaps I can... I thought I heard you singing as we traveled. Oh, no,
3: not 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 nearly as as well as you and your companions. But it fills the night with companionship to not sit here in the dark.
0: Well, my lovely steed will be able to catch my companions if I spend a bit more time with you. Uh, my name is Nanelini, and I I would like to hear your songs if only to remember them after i leave you should hear
2: his um his intro instrument
0: oh you play an instrument
2: oh i do In- and
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: from the cloak
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what they do <laughs> unexpected party <I> <laughs> um so we're gonna kind of like like fade on like her sitting and uh, joining you in song for a bit. Um, so, and that is uh, she gives you a bit of uh, she shares a little bit of her music um, that you may or may not have heard um, and uh, listens to your stories and kind of shares just moments with you and, uh, and then takes her leave and you would see her gracefully mount her steed who then very, like, almost silently, like, but also at a very quick pace, like, rides off into the night after the rest of the pilgrimage. Um, and because of that encounter, you do not take any fatigue during this (laughs) ride. Um, all right. So, um, this is going to take a little bit. I know we have an end time at 10 o'clock. So we'll do maybe one more and sure. then we'll hold there. And the cool thing about Jamboard is we can leave our little arrow pointing right where it is. Yeah. And it'll be there <laughs> next time when we come back. So then we will be able to pick up right where we leave off. Um, so let's do one more round. All right. All right. Shall
2: you guide us or do you want to do something else?
1: Um, I can guide. I don't mind. Great. OK. Let's see. Ah, oh, success. Oh, three hexes. We succeeded slightly harder this time. Oh. I got an 11 on the die. And that, oh! Is that bad?
0: Yeah. In a regular die? It is. is. it a le- oh, oh, oh no on on the On the fate die.
1: The fate die. Oh. Uh <laughs> Okay. Rut <Ruh-ro. laughs>
2: <laughs> And Samba killed us.
0: I think I found a hornet's nest, yeah. you guys. No, Let's see. No. Uh it doesn't no. say what to do about the marching thing from for like the tests with if you roll the the eye. So I'm just gonna say that There will be a complication no matter, because I'll look up the exact rules later because it's not on my cheat sheet. It should be. I'm surprised it's not on this table. Um, But I'll look it up later. So we're just gonna say that there's an issue. (laughs) Regardless of the role of whoever is chosen, there's gonna be a thing. So, all right, I'm gonna roll the die again. A three, which is the lookout. How convenient. That is very fair. <laughs> <I> <laughs> know. Okay. Roll a different die, just in case. All right. Uh, so let me roll my other die. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I also rolled an eye. Oh no!
1: Double eyeballs. Ready? Go.
2: Look at that!
1: You
3: can <laughs> tell how far away we are. <laughs> um, make sure you give yourself the plus one die because we're still on a road. Oh. Ah. Good
2: job! Thank you for remembering
1: that. Wait, should I have been rolling with plus one die?
2: No, it's on the, the yeah, it's on the, part. the test it's oh, on the okay. part. Oh, uh, wow, okay. Wow, I rolled very well. Okay. Um, <laughs> I definitely beat it. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Okay.
0: So we're gonna say that, like, wow, you are invigorated by that incredible mm-hmm. evening and like connecting with someone, um, and you feel, like, in a way, like. Her being a little bit envious of your wanderings, maybe,
2: how, how would that make you feel? I think seeing her was very clarifying mm-hmm. and having that lovely conversation and just getting to share what he's had kind of as a lonely experience for someone who's never really been alone mm-hmm. um, until he met them. But as far as like his elven life, mm-hmm. this has been very lonely um but actually i think the thing that heartened him the most was actually seeing the others get mm-hmm. to see kind of how he sees what's going on with the elves mm-hmm. as well because it's one thing to tell someone it's another thing for them to see it
4: yeah
0: and that this beautiful and bright woman is leaving forever <laughs> yeah um and just like appendix little side note for those of you who don't know Kierden is actually a character um an elf of Linden. he's actually one of the oldest elves still on on middle earth um he is very old he's, he's so through, old he's been through all of history like saw the sun like all the first things. elves yeah one of the first elves like i think he's older than galadriel yeah yeah yes yes um yeah one of the very first elves oh yeah cuz he was around before the elves left for valinor yeah. so he's like Older than most of the
2: world. He was Dirt. made by Iluvatar himself. Yes. Kind of. Kind he, yeah, of, That's <laughs> right. That, yeah, he yeah. was like
0: one of the first elves. So here we go. A little bit of talking history. <laughs> the elves were. Um, they woke up under the stars. Uh, after a whole bunch of other shit happened. We don't need to go into it a, lot right <laughs> did a lot of things. There's a lot of things. And uh, they kind of populated Middle Earth. At one point they were called by the Valar. To go to Valinor. And to live there forever. And it's like. Hey. I know you, we, we, we made you be born here, but we really want you over here. So come with us now. And some elves went, and some elves did not. And um, Círdan is one of those incredibly old elves who never went. Um, right? Uh, he was he born went,
2: in in Valinor. Was,
0: oh, and he came back? And he
2: went with everyone the first journey over. Okay. Um, but he's, like, older. For those of you who saw Rings of Power, he's older than Gilgalad, oh, yeah, He's yeah. older than, like, Almost all the elves that you see in the entirety of Rings of Power, he's very, very old. And he's yes. actually also one of the last elves to leave. Yes, on
0: purpose. Yeah. He is kind of the, um, the the launching point. He is there at the Grey Havens. Um, he has one of the last seeing stones with him. Um, and he's he feels like it's his duty to see the elves off and make sure that they all, all the ones who want to leave, go. Because those of you, those who decide to stay will fade and become mortal. So he's like, I'm gonna hold the door open for everybody. Come on through. Let's go. Um, so yes. Uh, so that's who uh, Nanelani was going and hoping to meet. And he really does have a beard, which is super weird for elves. Very weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this amazing thing gave you, like, extra vigor and extra luck in your role, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so you do not have terrible misfortune. <laughs> Good um, So, and you are not wounded, okay? Great. Um, <laughs> but you do take three fatigue, everybody. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, and your incredible, like, terrible misfortune... Um, I'm going to have Samantha come up with this one since you haven't been on yet. (laughs) Terrible misfortune. Yeah. What was the thing that would have wounded somebody? Like, it would have caused wounds, like, that happened as you were traveling.
1: Um, let's see. Hmm.
0: They're kind of in the wildlands, you've passed the river, okay. Um, so you're kind of in this like open area here.
1: Hmm, I feel like maybe there's um, we come upon like a part of the road that um was damaged and then it turned into a trap. Ooh. Okay. So like somebody, you know, nefarious, took advantage of the fact that this part of the road has collapsed and made it look like the road keeps going, but underneath it's all spikes. Love it. <laughs> Which would have been like terrible f- to fall into Absolutely. for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I think our stroke of luck is that um we see an animal go across. The fake part of the road, and just like put one paw through it, through the surface of it, and then scamper off. And so we look to go to check it. Nice. Instead of just
0: running right over it. Excellent. Very good. So you have this just like chance you happen to look up and see, uh, we'll say it's like a. Um, like Brown a ground squirrel or something. Yeah, yeah, something, something maybe.
1: heavy enough to like break the surface. Maybe a fox.
0: Okay, a little fox. Yeah. Okay, so it's not quite heavy enough to fall through because they're obviously aiming for, like, right. people-sized uh, creatures and horses. Um. So he's uh, this fox goes running across, and then you just see him like stumble for a second as his like right front leg goes through, and then he kind of backs up, and then continues on. And he's able to then kind of navigate his way across. Um, which one of you sees that? Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. At the yeah, do that. definitely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he fully understands. But he definitely, anytime he sees something, especially because you know when we're traveling together and weird stuff happens, he's like that fox. It's it's Paul just went through
1: the ground. <laughs> That's not what ground's supposed to do. No. Uh. Well,
3: maybe a sinkhole.
1: Could be mm. a sinkhole. We should check it out. It's a rock. Slowly, though. <laughs> We got lots of rocks. <laughs> Throws rock at it.
0: All right, and uh, yeah, you throw the rock, and it goes, and it kind of disappears. It's like how big is a rock? Uh, it's probably fairly large. Okay. She like <laughs> jumps. <laughs> so we're playing like it's like a small melon-sized rock that you're yeah. carrying with you. Cool.
4: <laughs> I don't think we could find the rock. Just find one side of the road.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah.
3: like. Oh, well, this is my, my throwing
0: rock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. Shot put time. <laughs> um, Tony. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, you throw. And then there's like a dip. And you can see then there's like a little hole in like the straw or whatever's on yeah. top of it that like it's fallen through. Um, and now that you kind of re- realize you can kind of see the outline of like where they kind of thrown dirt over it but it's mm-hmm. not the same as the rest of the road gotcha um and you were able to um like avoid it but you also realize like this was a trap and mm-hmm. whoever set this is probably not super far away and they're probably watching and you look like a very strange group but you also <laughs> look like you might have nice things <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: so you're gonna be like I mean, you take that as you will. You are seasoned travelers, that's why I'm giving you that information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you, we both rolled eyes. <laughs> so there's uh, definitely some darkness that is aware of you now, even though it didn't strike at this particular moment.
1: I feel like as we're getting past it, Runa like pointedly like eyeballs the surroundings, <laughs> like watching you. <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're giving them that and I'm just going.
4: <laughs> okay, well, I'm just like walking and whistling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to give us a, a choice right now because I know it is late and some of us have a little bit farther drives than others. We can pause here. I'm happy to do this. We can take up next time. Or do we want to do the last few rounds and go to Brie, and I'll make it a little faster than the last ones. It is 10.04 right now. Pacific time. I'm, I'm
3: good either way. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm good.
0: Okay, let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's let go to, to break. break. We, have to to we break, can do it. We can yeah,
2: let's meet do. sausage there. We'll sausage, go. <laughs> sausage will be there. Sausage and
0: Brie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was writing notes. I skipped dinner. That sounds so good. <laughs> oh no. All right. Cool. All right. So, rolling again. Who's going to be our guide? Don't, Don't
1: do it. Do you want to take a stab at it?
2: No guarantees it'll go well, but I can
1: I mean, I rolled eyeballs last time. Fair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It'll get a lot worse than that. I'll I'll try. Okay. It probably won't go well, but Mm. I'll try. (laughs) So I don't add the extra D4. No, no, not for for this roll. All right. And this is explore.
0: Oh, no, I think you rolled travel. Travel. Travel? Yeah. Worse. Okay. (laughs) I mean, you could use that. Did you roll the right number of die?
2: No. Oh, <laughs> I took away the one that would have helped.
0: Okay, so what did oh, you no. get? Four. <laughs> Four. Is that a success? No. Okay, so that's two hexes. Um, all right, and I'm gonna roll. Uh, what? What? Which one are you guys taking this time? Sorry. Uh,
3: whatever works for you.
0: I.
1: Th- I can be lookout. That makes sense. I think after that trap situation, she would yeah. be like on high alert, like watchdog. No, that totally
2: does make sense. And like.
1: Erlen's like, I know the way to
2: breathe. I can do
0: this. <laughs> All right, cool. We're like, I think the road back. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like almost in sight. Like we can kind of like your elf eyes should probably <laughs> see fucking Bree. No, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what's your elf i see not brie
2: pretty tree yeah there's a birdie
0: (laughs) sorry i'm just teasing okay awesome okay so i'm sorry what did you say you were going to be look out okay look out. i got distracted by there's uh-huh. joke's about Elphi.
2: I actually okay. think part of the problem is he's walking and talking and like explaining the oh, road yeah. and talking about all the stuff, but is not paying attention because he's <laughs> just so immersed in like, and this is where we walked when we did the blah, 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 blah. It just goes on and on Ireland's and on. He's being a
1: tour guide, yeah. not a navigation guide.
0: Ah, oh, uh, no. <laughs> that makes sense. This line should never be the guide. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right, I'm rolling. So three, that is the lookout. Ooh, that's me. Okay. So now I'm gonna roll the feet die. Three. All right. Okay. Roll your chain. So now
1: I roll awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is the same number of die.
0: One extra d6. Oh, yeah, because you're traveling on the road, or we are. Together. Which one of you isn't gonna be a bastard? Uh, uh, oh, good luck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, good job. Oh, not a bastard. Um, let's see. I can't do math right now. Uh, Sixteen.
0: Ah, nailed it. Nice. Exactly. Yes. Okay. If you meet it, you succeed. All right. That's good because ill chances. If the target fails, the target gains one shadow point of dread. Ooh.
1: Ooh
0: about okay. That. Um, and you all take two fatigue. Okay.
2: Getting up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, it adds up. Like it. It adds up a lot. Um so We're closing uh,
3: in on time to take off the helmet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh so let's just go over fatigue for just a second. Um, uh, no reason. <laughs> no reason to talk about those rules right now in this particular moment. Um so and endurance. Uh so uh basically um dang it, I thought I had the right page on this. Dang it. Where'd it go? All right, so you have endurance. Uh, and so damage dealt is dealt to endurance at zero, you fall unconscious and you wake up an hour with one endurance as long as nothing else happens. Um, and you become weary if your endurance drops below your load plus fatigue. Okay. Um, you can take a short rest if you want, so we can stop along the way if we need to. Um, and then there's like a prolonged rest, which is uh, like usually like a, a full night's sleep. So we're just going to say, oh, one a, oh, you can take a prolonged run a day. Recover all lost endurance, if not wounded. Okay, never mind. You have all the endurance. Yeah, I was like, oh, we not been sleeping.
4: So, <laughs> no, no,
3: but we haven't been taking any endurance damage. No, Our that, Fatigue just going up. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right, so,
3: okay. Even if your, fati- if your endurance is still totally undamaged, if your fatigue level plus your load is... Higher than your endurance number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're weary.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So and okay. if you're a shelter in a safe refuge, you lose one of your fatigue, but we've been camping along the road, so we don't have those conditions. So your Got fatigue's it. probably pretty high. Um and you might be weary if your load plus fatigue, if you add the two together and it's bigger than your endurance. Not quite yet, Not quite but yet. close. Close. Yeah. Glad breeze, like right around the corner. It's very Glad yeah
3: okay these journeys of 20 hexes are a little <laughs> yeah long. it's a little
0: <laughs> it's, a lot. it's a lot i mean but it, it is very true to like this oh control. yeah i love it it does the thing and it's actually really kind of fun to like make stuff up yeah i've been chatting in the discord and like people are like i'm definitely not an improv some people are like improv jams like i am and some people are not and i'm looking at this i'm like you like plan out all these different and you just like pull it out and you plan like script eighty things, which is amazing if you do that. That's just not how I do it. <laughs> um but hopefully I also like pull off making stuff up because I know this world pretty well. Okay. Awesome. That's that's the key. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
3: Like if you're a person that's steeped in the lore of Middle Earth, much easier to pull it off. Otherwise, it's like pre-improv.
0: Yeah. <laughs> pre-improv. <laughs> You're it all
3: ahead of time on paper. And then...
0: You see a person with big ears. They look nice. And... <laughs> I don't know how you do that, actually. Because it's it been so long since I didn't know anything about... I don't remember a time when I didn't know anything no. else. Um, okay. Um, so, we're just going to kind of roll through that. Um, I'm sorry. I rolled a... So, ill chances. So... Uh, I'm just going to kind of narrate this piece to you so we can like keep going. Um, so there's, a uh, a, a chance you see, um, that there is, uh, again, like, like it looks like, um, what you sa- saw earlier, which kind of like, is this a crime scene? Is it not a crime scene? Like maybe it's just bad luck. But again, also with the trap that was set and that you narrowly diverted, uh, that you narrowly averted, um. Like, it's just kind of, like, becoming a pattern. And mm. was like, uh... And this time, it's, um... It's not, like, a full cart, but there are just some, like, wares along the side of the road that are like, why were these here? And there's, like, some reddish ground that looks like it might have been blood. Mm. Um, So it's just kind of, like, another, like, disconcerting thing that's like, oh, okay. Um... We'll just say you have, like, another evening of singing. Because I'm just going to assume every night you sing. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's awesome. Unless uh, okay. well, there's some
3: specific reason why we should. Yeah. Okay, okay. we're going to sneak up. Deep, in, on deep
0: into the, Mordor. Let's yeah. all sing just... quietly. Really get your
4: drum out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: awesome. Uh,
3: there's this orc on a wall somewhere that goes.
4: <laughs> <Really>?
3: <laughs> start
2: singing where there's a whip there the way yeah that yeah. <laughs> oh. no, was a
4: deep cut yeah that was a
2: bad deep cut that song's terrible um as we bed down for the evening uh is okay. like I'm I'm so,
0: so please someone else take the lead <laughs> Just so embarrassed, down to his soul. Now, now, is this something that Erlyn feels comfortable doing in this group, like admitting, like fault or weakness or imperfection, or is this something that they're very used to and, and are okay with? I don't think, I don't think they do it very often.
2: Okay, um, because I think sometimes it's a matter of like you have to understand that you've not done something well yeah. to then apologize. <laughs> um, I think in this case. There's no missing the fact that they walked them fully off the road.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So who's? What are the rules? Uh, what are the roles you're going to take the next day? Um, I'm happy to take back guide
1: <laughs> from Ireland. Just be like, do you want to try it? I'll try it. Okay. Go
3: ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I have dice. I just have a very high target. <laughs> That's all. All
2: right. Um. Shall you um, scout or lookout? Um,
1: I could scout. You okay. you're good at lookout. Thank
4: you. Oh. Uh oh.
3: I also got an eye. Ooh. ooh. Uh, but, um, I didn't make it. Okay. The eye counts as zero, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right.
0: So Does not add anything. Um, if I'd gotten almost ooh. any
3: other number, <laughs> it would have been okay. But.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, oh yeah. Did you add it as an eleven before? I did. Okay. Well, we'll just... Oops. Sorry. I should have made that more clear. If you get like an 11 or an I, it is a zero to your roll. Noted. But... I won't retcon it and be like, oh, doom on you, doom on <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll uh, find our own at this rate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am not worried about doom. <laughs> um, okay. So you fail. So it means you go two hexes. Um, and we're going to say we're in spring right now, friends. Okay. Um, and I'm going to roll the die. Oh, what are rolls do both of you take? Did you Um, a scout. Scout again? Okay. <laughs> oh, three. It's just uh, look out. Okay. I'm trying to and... move our guy. There we go. Oh, okay. Getting close.
2: Two. Okay, I'm ready. Oh,
1: nice.
0: <laughs> Smell the brie. Oh,
2: man. Oh, no. Why? Um, that is
0: not going to make it. Okay. Uh, so you kind of think you might have seen a shortcut, but man, you led everyone astray yesterday. So maybe you shouldn't say anything, and you're just gonna keep going on the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had succeeded, you would have gotten a uh, shortcut. So and everyone takes uh, one fatigue, please. Sure. It's not so bad. No, yeah. and, Oh, and I'm sorry for the mishap yesterday. You take two fatigue. Okay, I think I'm um, tight. I think we did that. Did you I think already? I did that. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, I don't know if anyone else did, but
3: because I remember we took two last round.
0: Okay, cool. Then if you did, that's great. Great. Oh, I got one more. Okay. Poof. Poof. All right. Um. So we'll see. Uh, next thing. So are you our guide again? I wanna go back to being a guide. Sure. Since we're we're doing so it. good. I love like, I'm so bad at this, and everyone's like, do it again, please, please take it <laughs> over. I don't
1: wanna do it. Well, I didn't roll an eleven, so yeah, awesome. Awesome. um I did roll total eight. <laughs>
0: Okay, <laughs> to
1: two hexes. Yep. <laughs> okay. We're real disconcerted by these uh, yeah. crime scenes,
0: apparently. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, all right. So, and you guys are taking the, your roles you've been doing the whole time? I yes. Yeah. Uh, one. These are very, like, balance dice as far ooh. as your rolls. Um, I keep rolling ones and threes from the actual die, but one. So, is the scout. All right. So, Oops. okay.
2: Oh, handled. It's a satisfying what amount of price. dice.
0: Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Good noise. Uh, so, um, again, like this is like this time you actually see um, like a body on the side of the road of just like a human. Um, oh. And it's hard to tell. It's obviously been there for quite some time. Um, It's not, like, right next to the road. Someone would have taken care of that. But it's, like, kind of off. Because you are um, kind of near, like, the... the, The Yeah, so this is kind Mm -hmm. of a little bit near Shadow. This is a little bit of... There's, like, a very small strip of what is supposedly safe road um, through this um, somewhat dire... uh, dangerous area so like you kind of look off to the side and you can see you probably notice um like the carrion birds first yeah um mm. yeah and you're like oh that and you're like expecting to see like a deer or something, and you see what is very clearly the, the probably like quite old a few, a few weeks at least there's very little left on it but the very like the bones um bits of clothing mm-hmm. things like that that are off to the side um, and you were, you were travelers. Like this is not something you're completely um, apart from. You've seen things like this before, but it's strange that it was left for so long. Um, and it's also strange. Just again, it's like one more thing in this, like this road seems more dangerous than it has been um, in, in past journeys.
2: Especially
3: so close to Bree. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Especially. Yeah. It's like, it seems like someone definitely should have like especially this is probably someone who knows people in Brie like most people along this road um especially the human sort like if you're in Bree there's like you know there's people are gonna know you probably um all right so mm-hmm. yeah uh, but about- you don't take any dread because of your seasons kind of know and you were also sort of like prepared for this because of Mm -hmm. all the things you've seen along the way this isn't catching you off guard you're kind of like hardening your hearts a bit because you're like okay something is up on this road uh all right next roll all right
1: do better (laughs) (laughs) okay a little better still not good
0: Mm, fail. Fail. Uh, oh, no. We got total 11. Wah, okay. Um, I believe, if you'd like, you can spend a hope if you'd like to give yourself one more die.
1: Oh, that's real hard to get back, right? Maybe. <laughs> I That...
0: This may well, not be a great thing, but I wanted to mention so you guys know. Yeah. But you do not have to I don't comment. think I'm going to, okay, yeah, but so that's really good to fine. know. You're like, I need my fucking hope. Have you seen this road? It's really depressing. <laughs> I want my hope. Maybe it's know? a really depressing <laughs> road. <laughs> All right. Uh, normal? Yes. Normal rules? Sure. Okay. One. Okay, again, the scout.
3: We've broken the cycle. Yeah. It's better than play. I should not be the <laughs> scout. <laughs> By the way, we're always traveling by roads.
0: Yeah. Uh, Would you move us? All right, it was a fail, so it's two hexes. We're almost there, so close. Just outside of town. You succeed? Yep. Awesome, because I rolled an eight. Which is shortcut. If the roll succeeds, you reduce the length of the <gasps> journey by one day. Yay! Oh. This is exactly one, one Yay. hex we need, so we have made it to Brie. Huzzah! Huzzah! Huzzah. Um, and uh, you do take one fatigue for that, but now you're in Brie. And we can chill out. And we will start our next session with dealing with the fatigue and how you clear that and all of that. So don't erase that on your sheets. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: that's wonderful because I just got to the right. of place. I was gonna say yeah. we just
0: made it. It's interesting because it's like twenty hexes is the max journey and the rules, and like they have like calibrated. Yeah, <laughs> like they're mm-hmm. like okay, we know exactly. Like wow, they've done the just they've done the drag your tired map. skeleton right into town. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is a uh, an well balanced mechanic there. Dang, I'm as the game designer in me. Yeah, is me like, too. Wow that's, like, wow. wow, that's a lot of math and testing. Nice work. All right. Awesome. All right. So that's what going to conclude. <laughs> Every town
3: is always like, oh, here come those adventurers. bragging the
0: bodies. Just, just, just stripped down, like not carrying anything anymore. Like, wait, maybe we roll out. It we were all... just, like, like, rolls so across heavy.
1: the threshold.
0: Right. <laughs> all right. Very nice. So we're going to conclude our session there tonight. So we're going to start our next session in Brie. We will um, introduce our amazing character, Sausage and talk to him and find out a little bit about him. We'll also do the, um, the kind of the remembering of how he met our patron. Um, and then we will go over the fatigue and figure out, and like go and clarify that and how that happens and how you clear that while we're chilling in brie with sausage. I'm so hungry. Uh, <laughs> and then we will um, set forth on our adventure. All right, so awesome. Fantastic. Uh, any comments, questions, thoughts for my player?
2: Just going to knock on the big gate. Yeah. That's all I want in this world. Me, and yeah. the giant nerd, says uh-huh. knock on the big gate at three <laughs> All
0: right. If you want that, we absolutely can have that scene if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so if that is your stars and wishes, we will have the big gate at free. Uh, after we go over the fatigue. Of course. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Um, well, thank you all for joining us so much. We'll be back here next Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time. 7 p.m. ish. Um, and let's go around the table. And this is the part where you plug yourself and other things you do and whatever else you want. Let's start. Here. Ah, that's me.
1: Yeah. Um, again, I'm Sam. Uh, you can find me at RedPandroid on most of the socials Um. and here on Monday nights in this wonderful game. Um. And if you're curious about what kind of weird art I make, you could go to my shop at Stiarnastore.com. Yeah. I make kind of magical uh, myth-inspired clothing, accessories,
0: and whatnot. Yeah. And also, she drew all the deckma cards pretty. I did do that. Yes. All right. Come
2: on. Hi guys, I'm Kai. Uh, you can find me as Estelle Imadris on all social media platforms. Uh, I'm this is so great e- name. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. Um, we just announced today that on Sunday, the very first episode of my podcast that I've been working on for a year uh, with a group called the Lore Brewery drops on Sunday, the 11th. Uh, call. It's a two-part five-e adventure called Ashes and Dust. It is a post-apocalyptic adventure, mm-hmm. and it is our mm-hmm. inaugural adventure. It is DM'd by me. Ah, awesome. And uh, it will be the first of two stories that we're dropping this month as our opening month. We're doing that, and we're doing a special called Elf Crimes. It is a <laughs> uh, homemade one-page system by one of our players, uh, Rascal Cat Games, uh, and it is... Uh, Christmas elves doing weird things this year, because we've done this game for years. This year it is a noir, kind of knives-out detective story, (laughs) but of course it's Christmas elves, so it's deeply strange. Yeah, Uh, That's coming out on the 18th. And then on the 17th, I'm also starting a new stream game um, called What We Do in the Shallows. It is a pirate-themed 5e adventure. It's an ongoing adventure, um, and we've been
0: cooking that game up for about six months, so I'm very excited. Nice, There's
4: exciting. a lot
0: going on this month. That's so exciting. <laughs> and, yeah, you're like elf crime, but I'm like still in Middle-earth, and I'm like, wow. Like, what does that
2: look like? Yeah. No, it's a lot of like, Ha-ha, I did a little crazy! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot more like that. It's a, it's a very fun <laughs> system. That's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> In my
3: brain immediately, because sometimes it takes left turns. Immediately went to like the Ducktales song. Oh, uh, <laughs> with yep. Sometimes. Oh, cry. Um, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'm Cadave. Um, I'll be here happily uh, every Monday. Well, we're happy. Jack, you have to be happy. It's part of the thing.
0: I'm just kidding. It was a terrible joke. Go ahead. It was good. I I like pushed my hair back and I didn't hear you. (laughs) You're like happily. I'm like, well, we're happy jacks. You have to be happy. (laughs) We're not. We're really very surly and sarcastic, (laughs) but we're happy while we're done.
3: Yeah, you can enjoy whatever. Yeah. Good. Um, I haven't started streaming my trucker game yet. Again, Mm -hmm. I said I was going to, and I still haven't. I'm figuring it out. I'm finding a time that I can do it and not have my children running on stream with me. Because uh, that's awkward and weird, um, but I do want to get back to it because they've opened up like three more states that I haven't visited. Oh, in the game. so that's exciting. It's it's their model is weird, like literally DLC is like state by state. Yeah, but they do a really good job of sort of capturing the feel of different cities in the game. <laughs> oh. So if you're ever if you're from some obscure city in Texas, for example, they usually have like that weird water tower that looks like a golf ball or just like (laughs) random stuff that they populate into the game. It's pretty neat. It's very fun. But uh, yeah, I'll get back to it eventually. I swear, for real.
0: (laughs) Uh, We switch us back to the frame. Oh, Uh, It's okay. Uh, And I'm Kimmy. I am your lore master for this campaign. Excited to be learning a new system in real time with you. I, I have so many notes, but it's still fun to like, once you get your... Your hand's in it and you're actually doing it. So thank you for playing along with us. Thank you for putting up with my uh, information about Middle Earth. Um, you can find me at Golden Lasso Girl everywhere. On Twitter, as long as it exists. And okay. all the other places. Um, you can also find me on the Happy Jacks Discord. Uh, which is, you can find at happyjacks.org discord. And I own and manage and run the Happy Jacks Empire. Mm-hmm. Which is really just a lot of very b- busy work. And so I'm here and I'm also here every Friday. Um, for our advice show. So come in, tune in for an hour to slash, hour and a half, um, where we're answering emails written in from all around the world asking us questions about running and playing tabletop RPGs. And I think that is everything. So, yes, tune in next week for more Middle-Earth fun with this system as we break it in and as we figure out what happens with Brie and Sausage. All right, thank you all. (laughs) 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 All right, thank you all. We'll see you next week. Bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.